Hello, Internet. Now please hold on to your butt as two comedians attempt to talk about serious subjects in a not-so-serious manner. This is the Kildam of Comedy Podcast, featuring true crime, amazing events, conspiracies, unsolved mysteries, and an array of weird and wonderful topics, all for your enjoyment. You're welcome. And that proves that even people that you would trust with your life can, at some point, go fucking crazy. You know, one thing I haven't done for a while, actually, is like a proper intro. Yeah. Moving on. I'm not doing one. I'm just saying. <laughs> Fuck that shit. That's that's I, like that's effort. I can't. Be I'll, 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 I'll do a little tiny one because I, yeah. I feel bad that the people at home can't see my beautiful face because I couldn't find my good camera today. So I, I got to give them something. Welcome everybody to the. Uh, I better say in your house. Welcome everybody to the Killed Mood Comedy Podcast, episode twenty-one. I am your host, the comedic baby face, as always, Katie Hinkin, and I am joined by the beautifully. Bushy, lion-haired, maned creator of the post-apocalyptic metal treehouse, Mr. Nathan Parrish. How's it going? There we go. That's the only bit of structure we're going to have today. Yeah, that's. The, <laughs> it's going to be a very unstructured one today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm f- exhausted, and um, I'm, I'm just me. And yeah, <laughs> I'm just me. I'm not sober either, to be fair. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be one of those ones. To be honest, though, I think with how we've gone so far, I think it would be weirder if, if both of us were sober, or even one of us were sober completely when we did this. Yeah. And plus, the one, the story I've got today is going to be a pretty f-ing mental one anyway. <laughs> I'm Mine's... not sure if you've uh, heard of heard the story before. Hopefully, you haven't done it on here before, but we'll see. We'll see when we get to it. I'm not that bothered anyway. Yeah. Um... Yeah, mine's... I-, I won't get into my story now, because I think mine would be first anyway, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. we'll 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 have a little bit of a a chat first. How the f- oh, you been? I've been very good, but I'm glad you said that though. I did want to point something out because I realised I said something wrong last week. Um, yeah. It was quite serious. Apparently, I got quite rather a bit of flack for it, and I feel like I should address it now. I should be honest. Should make the point of it. I completely got the names wrong for the um, claiming the stoners' rights when we was talking. Really? Got the, I got the names completely wrong. My friends were not Mate. happy about this. <laughs> so, to be fair, you kind of need to know your shit when it comes to that stuff, man. <laughs> well, I got it wrong completely straight away. Like I was saying, um, let me get the actual because what was I saying was first when you claim when you take rollers' rights? Was it Mister Motherfucker? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Let me get on then. Okay, Mr. Motherfucker, sorry, was fifth. That was actually the one that when there's five people in a circle, there's too many, so you're a motherfucker. I got that part wrong. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Number one, when you steal the rights, was Ganja Man. That's Ganja Man. Mm. So that's once it's rolled and it hasn't been put to the lips yet, which is just the worst one. It should be Mr. Motherfucker, but it's Ganja Man. Yeah, yeah. Ganja Man it... sounds like a superhero. It sounds like something <laughs> positive. At that stage to me, that ain't positive. You steal my rollers rights, I'm a murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, unless you know, I swear at one point there was like a point where we realised this was happening and it just happened all the time. You couldn't do anything about it because it's not like you can hide the fact you're rolling it, especially when everyone says, yeah. roll, please. It, you can't do yeah. it. So I swear I remember at one point, for a very small point, because it didn't last long anyway, that they were just like 
because you always have a bit more backy at the beginning. I know it's why you have to start smoking it, don't you, first? And then we just you know, yeah. put, have more backy. So whoever took it is like, well, fuck you, there's no put there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, number two was treacle tea. Number three was cunt pot. Okay. Uh, and number four, I was the one I really couldn't remember, and I thought I'd written it down, but I didn't actually write down that note, but it's in the message that the guy sent me, and it should be there. It is. Number four was Weed Fiend. Weed Fiend. Weed Fiend was number four. For obvious reasons, because four is still too many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just I just wanted Ultimately, to get that like, right. Yeah. For anyone. Sake, I'm going to... How oh, that's microphone muting while that's I did some sneezing. Right oh, God. Yeah. To- speaking of intoxication, we do have <laughs> the thing we were talking about just before we started. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for then. It's what's Nathan drinking today? Today we have an Irish ris- whiskey. It's a triple casked. It's called Slane. Oh, let's have a look at it. I need to make like a little like audio, uh, a little like logo yeah. thing for when you say that. You got pops up. What's he drinking? Yeah, <laughs> Slane Irish nice whiskey, triple casked. It's uh, according to the back, inspired by the idyllic Boyne Valley, or I don't know how to pronounce that. It's probably Boyne. some Boyne, you know. Hello, Boyne. Happy Boyne to you. Inspired by the idyllic Boyne Valley. And enhanced by our signature triple cask method. It's perfectly in line with tomorrow. Well, actually, uh, two days ago when this will come out. Paddy's Day. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Using virgin seasoned and sherry casks, this innovative recipe of unique maturation (laughs) creates an exceptional Irish whiskey with a smooth and robust flavour. (laughs) <laughs> see it you're you're a connoisseur of whiskey i've learned this yeah. very quickly yeah, yeah, do you yeah. really notice much difference between them yeah dude yeah really? like uh, especially like when it comes to different kinds of whiskeys so like a bourbon a, a bourbon a bourbon that's the bourbon. biscuit <laughs> a, a bourbon. i do like them a, though a lot more than whiskey the flavor anyway yeah well yeah a bourbon, for the most part, is going to be aiming for smooth, maybe a little bit of oaky flavour, something like that. It's going to be not very peaty at all. You're not going to have any of those earthy notes, really. It's all going to be trying to go for sweet flavours. Not very peaty. Mm-hmm. This is where things get weird, my friend, because once you get into into the Scotch whiskies, you've got your standard Scotch whiskies, which are basically like uh, a slightly fancier version of of a, bu- a a bourbon basically you know it's got maybe a little bit of extra woodiness a little bit of extra sort of burn on the yeah. end of it stuff like that whilst then you get into the irish stuff and some of the irish stuff especially is incredibly peaty alongside some of the scotch stuff now that is that flavor I mean, it literally tastes like like grass or dirt or earth almost. Yeah, and like it turns a lot of people off of those types of whiskies. Like there's Laphroaig in particular, which is so incredibly peaty. You take a sip of that, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck me! I think I've just chewed a cow's like <laughs> cud out of its mouth. Just spit it 
you know. That's um, one I do like the Obito. I I can get that for me when you were saying it yeah. before. I, I understand that kind of for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's basically what it is. I mean, then you come into like within Bourbon itself, you've got um like a Jack Daniels is a bourbon. It's a Tennessee whiskey. It's not really like a a great example. And yeah, I'm gonna it, go on a, of... I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say for someone who likes good whiskey and stuff that you know Jack Daniels is not it's what not you'd great. go for. No, okay. It's not great. It makes a lot I of mean, sense. It, if you're gonna mix it with something with like Coca-Cola or something, yeah, you can enjoy that. It's a it's a good oh, enough yeah. drink, it'll get you pissed. <laughs> but straight Jack Daniels sucks ass. And in fact, I would prefer myself Jim Beam over a Jack Daniels any day. And I know it's a bit cheaper, but it is a smoother drink. It's got a slightly better flavour, a little bit sweeter. It's just it's a it's a bit of a nicer drink, in my opinion. I, I think with Jack Daniels, like a lot of things, you know, the people buy it for the name, they buy it for how yeah. it looks. I know so many people oh, I say I know so many people, like there's one person I can think of, for example, um, that he was like the epitome of when we was a bit younger, like I'm a rock star, you know, that's what I am, you know, you, you, yeah, you, yeah. you know that I'm a rock star, man. I'm like slash reborn. And he was talking about, I've never, like, he had bangs like this, but that's a whole different thing. Yeah, what? I know. Yeah, he generally had bangs like that. <laughs> you can't do that. That's not how it works. No, no, you can. Whether you should is the, is the true question. Is the is the question? Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. But um, what was I saying? Yeah, he used to go on all the time about how he would like wake up in the morning and pour Jack Daniels on his cereal and have that and stuff. And the one fucking time, hell. yeah, yeah. And the one time yeah. I actually saw him drink straight Jack Daniels at a party when we made him threw up everywhere. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Jack Daniels Straight is fine if you're ready for it and if you're an experienced whiskey drinker. But if you are trying to just have a shot of a whiskey, don't just have a shot of Jack Daniels. It is a fucking horrendous experience. <laughs> like, like even Southern Comfort. People get really obsessed with oh, Southern Comfort. To me, I like that. Yeah, but to me, that's the problem. So, like Southern Comfort isn't really whiskey to me. It's so no. sweet. It's, it's so secure. obscenely sweet for a whiskey. It's, no, no, it's not a whiskey, but isn't it? it? Technically, let me get the label. It says it might be the opposite way for you. It says liqueur with whiskey. With whiskey. That's why. Yeah, and like that's the thing. Incredibly sweet. I don't yep. like it. It's not what I'm coming to a whiskey for. <laughs> now. That being said, it's time to give the slain a little bit of a taste. So let's have the little. And while you're... oh, is there a noise? That's the opening of the bottle. Oh, is there no? Oh, I'm not. If there's no cork sound, I'm not interested, Nathan. I know, I know, I know. I kind of want to cork on all of my whiskies, but I think you should buy corks of all different sizes to cork them yourself. Wow. Okay. And while this you do smells that, really I will nice. show everyone the same thing I'm drinking again. The cheap Amaretto from Lidl. £10, 70 centilitres, 28%. It's <laughs> nice. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Do it. Buy it. Believe me. You'll appreciate this, it. Just you drunk. This does smell slightly sweet. You can smell the sherry in it, if that makes sense. What's sherry again? It's like um, fancy wine, slightly stronger slightly sweeter yeah. that kind of stuff yeah the kind of stuff you drink at, at you know christmas the, the posh stuff like lambrini the posh stuff exactly well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. cheers anyway okay. when you're ready cheers there we go that, that's, that's good video content right there mm. 
I already know what mine tastes like, so. What Good. the fuck? What? Give us your verdict. I mean, it's unbelievably smooth. Oh, so when you say smooth, you mean that not you don't get that burny feeling going down? Virtually no burn at all. I'm getting a little bit of burn at the back of the throat. That's you it. want a little bit, though, don't you? Oh, I've yeah, always said yeah. that. We want to know you're drinking some whiskey. Yeah, yeah. You want to, <laughs> you just want to know you're drinking something that is going to make you feel drunk. Mm. Like, I could sip that for fucking days. That is beautiful. Are you like me as yeah. well? I, I assume you are in the sense that you prefer to, because I never used to, but now I prefer to just have like a straight spirit or liqueur and just drink that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I did have a bit of a joke about it at one point that I was trying to put into the act, which was, um, you know, you could, uh, <laughs> a lot of people here are drinking beers. You know, I like to have whiskey like an adult. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, well, that, I, works. that works. So. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, yeah. It's to me, like a... it's a grown-up drink, if that makes sense. And that could be me yeah. just putting my own spin on it. But, like, with a whiskey, you know how much it is. You know how, like, you know how much alcohol is in it. Yeah. It's no fucking about with, like, oh, it's 5% over this much thing. No, it's it's one shot is usually one unit, basically, almost all the time. Oh, that... And oh, that means if you go into a gig... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know the spirit going... for the level that if you drink some, you don't have to drink a lot, you'll get fucked. That's that's good for me. I've no, I, 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 you know, I just don't, I don't drink that much, man. I, I'd much rather just get blazed. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? That's the regular. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I could only do one, like it would always be that. Always, hmm. it's never steered me wrong. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it itself. Sometimes you may have it at the wrong times, or when you haven't eaten, or other things, yeah. or whatever, whatever, whatever. But the thing itself. Perfect. Good. I yeah. like a bit of plant. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh. I, mean, I, I just, I don't understand now. So I, I kind of, I can kind of deal with, uh, I wouldn't drink it. I can kind of understand um, alcohol free beer. Yeah. Kind of get it. Yeah. Because a lot of people yeah. do drink that like it's a drink, you know. Yeah. Is fucking the Heineken Zero stuff is really good. Like the, the alcohol or Heineken Blue, whatever it is. That stuff, it tastes like a fucking delicious beer. <sighs> I think the only reason yeah. I would ever buy non-alcoholic drinks is if I took if I bought loads of actual bottles of beer and I was short and I what I would do is I would take all the labels off the beer with alcohol in and buy <laughs> some without alcohol in take the labels off them to mix them in because then I won't know uh, freaking a uh, what's the word a uh, you know what I'm saying um um placebo yeah, effect I know what you mean. placebo yeah yeah I get a placebo effect going on that's real I'll yeah, do that yeah. I'll save you some money smart dude yeah, real smart. smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know oh, what? Chocolatey notes. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you'd yeah. have been racist for a second. No, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, though? Leading it before we get to the end of the intro, actually, I wanted to ask oh, you something. Shit. I need go to... No, go yeah. Can I... Can I... I've got to fucking mention this shit. Have you seen NFTs yet? Um, NFT NFTs, right? They're a new thing They're fucking stupid Right? <laughs> so you know how, like, you get a Bitcoin before, Yeah Like, you know yeah, yeah. Everyone data mines and that you've all got the ledger And if anyone doesn't adhere to the ledger Then their stuff doesn't count But everyone else's adheres to the ledger Do you know how that works? I haven't got a clue what you're on about now I know what Bitcoin is Okay 
So the way a bit Bitcoin works is that every single time a new Bitcoin is made, that is put onto a ledger that is then universally carried throughout the internet, throughout of all these other okay, people's yeah, Bitcoins yeah. as well. And that together sort of goes, this is what we all agree is the actual currency. Yeah, that, that means makes you can't sense. add, yeah, can't add a random Bitcoin because it wouldn't appear on the ledger and everyone else would yeah. go, that's not true. You're gone. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, Which I can imagine from the sounds of it is probably where a lot of the issues have come from with Bitcoin then. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine from the but, sounds of that, yeah. Yeah, and the problem with the problem with Bitcoin as well is that, you know, the data mining to make make a Bitcoin is the processing of all the transactions out there. That's how you're earning another Bitcoin. If that oh, makes okay. sense. So you're working for them to make a Bitcoin for you. I've always wondered when, yeah, I've heard them say a lot of the time mining like Bitcoins. I think it was a different currency, but I assume it's the same kind of thing. I always wondered what yeah. that meant. So that makes more sense than what I got from them. Yeah. Well, now you've got something called NFTs. Now, an NFT is similar to that, but instead of acting as just a coin, which is a tradable commodity, it is it's sort of trying to be the origin point of a GIF. So, like, if you create a GIF on the internet that people, like, regularly use, but you're an artist, you can sell that GIF, the original version of it, to someone making an NFT or by making an NFT. And then they buy it and they're like, I own this art piece. So everyone else has got a different version of this art piece, but I own the original in this NFT. Right, yeah. That makes sense? I get that, but I'm completely lost how that relates to Bitcoin. Right. You know well, I, I get the concept of what are... you were saying as a GIF, and then someone will buy the original GIF, and it's like they yeah. own a piece of artwork. I get that because they're using yeah, they're using the same thing that a uh, Bitcoin would use to verify that you have the original version of that file. Okay. So like you have like so 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 it's basically like someone authenticating the Mona Lisa. That one's the original Mona Lisa. All the rest are just imitations. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. proves that you have the original version of this GIF. All the rest of them are in imitations, and they've got they've got NFTs that are literally moments from sports games. They've got NFTs that are just artists' drawings themselves that they've then sold on. There's NFTs that are like clips from computer games and shit and it's just it's bullshit man it's so bullshit it's like, people are spending thousands and thousands if not millions on literally just data to own an nft right i mean so it's it's kind of like it's kind of just like art then isn't it from the sounds of it it's like they're owning a piece of art in their head but it doesn't actually mean anything of- or is yeah, it actually supposed to be currency as well? Well, it's not supposed to be currency, but they're oh, sort okay. of tra- okay. tradable commodities, so you can sell yeah, it off yeah, to someone yeah. else. Yeah, and, like um, rather than, yeah. Yeah. And artists, yeah, it's great if an artist can sell an NFT and go like, yeah, you've got the original version of this. But at the same time, like, what does that person own? They just own the bragging I was rights wondering that, yeah. to that thing. Like, does it actually mean anything else... at all? No, everyone can okay. still look at the that, that version of the GIF. Everyone can look at the GIFs. It's just this person owns it and their name is... Can you is share it still? 
I don't know. I, you, I think we can, can share it. Everyone else can, can share yeah. it. Yeah, you can share all but... people's stuff. Yeah, you must be able to actually. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't. They 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 own it now, apparently. And like that would have been fine if it was just for artists, but it's not because now there's dudes coming in going like, "Oh, I made a game years ago, and now I'm going to like take the commissioned art I had for the computer game and then sell it as an NFT." And it's like all the artists are going, "Well, we never gave you the rights to an NFT," and it's like, "Oh, but it's a legal gray area, so I'm fine." Yeah, yeah. And um, that does sound like a legal grey area, to be honest, because how can yeah. you put something in place to go against something that didn't exist at the time, but then how can you yeah. say, I was allowed to because it didn't exist? It sounds very, yeah. It's done. I'd like and to it, see that. The thing is, yeah, at the moment, it's sort of building up to this ridiculous thing where loads of people, as I say, are spending literally millions on these fucking NFTs and the the rights to own a thing potentially but not own it because the artist still owns yeah. it and it's yeah um it sounds like the epitome yeah. of even more stupidness that people like us listen to we try to make sense of it and it yeah. doesn't really make a lot of sense nathan it's dumb as fuck and these people these people have, have all bought into it it's going to be a big like craze everyone's going to go mental over it like they have with fucking what do you call it um you know, with Bitcoin and stuff oh, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. And, and, I've heard of this around. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, Ethereum. And That's it. That was the exact one. It was, it was on Judge yeah. Rinder and it was that, that they were talking about mining it and that. Judge Rinder's Yeah, play, yeah. By the way. I just, I don't get it, man. I don't get what people fucking, everyone gets bought in by this stupid shit. Don't fucking, don't buy this stupid shit, people. people... You don't need it. People just have a thing about wanting to believe in really silly things. Yeah, they want but, to be in on the ground floor. It's that FOMO shit, fear of missing exactly. out. Oh, who gives a fuck? Actually, yeah. Both of the things we just said then, believing in something random and FOMO, leads into very well into my story, to be honest with Excellent. you. Mm-hmm. Excellent. But I do, because I, uh, I don't know if I said to you, because I was thinking about doing one thing um, that I did in like the first episode. I was thinking about doing Bob Lazar. Um, ah. But I've already kind of covered it before, and I did something. Basically, I got into the idea of doing something else. Um, it's not really anything to do with Bob Lazar. It's kind of very loose. I don't know why but I've mentioned it then. But I did want to ask you, Nathan, before we start, how do you feel about ghosts? Ghosts in general? Do you believe, not believe, had any experiences, etc.? Nah, I've, I've never really had an experience with a ghost. I don't. I don't believe all that much in any of the paranormal stuff if I'm honest. Like it's fine if people do, but I just I just don't. When you say paranormal, um, you mean like uh what do you mean? Ghosts and things like that specifically. I don't really sort of adhere to the whole like ghosts or demons or spiritual shit. Like I just don't I don't I don't buy it. I don't I that, <laughs> I'm right there with you. I Yeah well, man. I have opinions that i believe the ghost stuff i believe the thing that people look at as ghosts can be a real thing most of the time it's not most of the time it's people being dumb yeah like if i if i ever saw proof of it i'd argue it was some sort of phenomenon like a quantum thing happening where something was time locked or something in a weird yeah something like thing. that i'd have to sci-fi than... up bro well it makes you know? sense because it, it, that's what you should do yeah. Um, you, you should look at things in a real scientific method. You should think about, you know, how you can, um, 
you know what you can really do to try and prove these things get the evidence from the stuff you're looking at um yeah. I, and different like you know sides of it whether it's like you know bleed through small dimensions like i that's more my kind of opinion if it's anything yeah, yeah. um but okay i'm just gonna say it now then go for um it, go for it. okay so the thing i am looking into this week was something i've wanted to look into for quite a while and i was excited to do it when i thought i'm gonna do that skinwalker ranch Oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I'm down. Uh, so, you know what might be good actually? Just when I say to you, Skinwalker Ranch, because I had only ever heard it, I'd never really looked into it that much. I always wanted to. I just heard a few things. You know, what comes to your mind when you hear about Skinwalker Ranch? What have you heard? First thing that comes to my mind when I think of Skinwalker Ranch is the episode of um, Joe Rogan questions everything, where he goes. I think it's Joe Rogan questions everything. That makes sense. I did see goes, it. Where he mentioned that he'd been there, but I never saw anything yeah. from that. So yeah, and he went. He went there with Duncan Trussell, who is oh, just love fucking Duncan brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I love them two together when they always dress up, don't they, and do conspiracy? Yeah, stuff. yeah. Astronauts or some fucking survivalist bug, gear or something. Bug yeah. monster at the beginning of Corona. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was brilliant. Um, yeah, what was I saying? Um, Your thoughts on Skinwalker and that? Yeah, and 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 they go to Skinwalker. They're going into too much detail. If you know quite a lot about it, then don't yeah. go into too much detail. But yeah, they go in there and they have a look and 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 they sort of you know question. They don't talk to anyone from skinwalker ranch obviously they talk to the people around it and there's all the rumors and things like that it was like 10 years ago they went and something it was quite a while ago wasn't it before they yeah yeah Yeah. a long time ago yeah and um yeah i mean it's interesting it's there's definitely okay something there okay but whether it's like what they say it is i don't know well yeah, I mean, that was the... F- okay, like, yeah, I think... So you seem to know more about it. It's like you had some kind of an idea about it more than what I did. I'd always heard that it was like a place where they studied ghosts, um, ghosts and UFOs, and there was all these things. And I'd heard about all this evidence that had come out and stuff, and I was really yeah. interested to see it in that. Um, what I decided... To, the reason I actually did it in the end was because, you know, um, which is why I mentioned um, Bob Lazar at the beginning, uh, do you know Jeremy Corbell, the guy who did the Bob Lazar documentary? He's been on Joe Rogan. He was with Bob Lazar. He was also on there with George Knapp as well, the guy with the big, long beard. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. one of those people that if you ever see his face, you ever hear him talk or do anything, you want to punch him. He's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Do not <laughs> yeah, like the man. Yeah. Do not like him. But he's a very good filmmaker. He's a very good investigative filmmaker. If yeah. I like his film, I don't like it. Okay, I'm going to rephrase that. I don't like his films, how he puts them together, because most of the time, a two-hour documentary that he puts together is like, I don't know, there's probably about 20 minutes of random shots. and he, It's like he thinks he's a super arty fighter bastard. He's not. Yeah, he's a, he thinks he's a genius, and at yeah. most he's, you know, yeah. Not. <laughs> yeah. Um. But he's very good at getting... There's one thing I love about him, though. He's very good. If there is any evidence to be found, he will get it. He will find the evidence. He'll put it forward. That's one thing I loved about it. So when I realized it was him, I was like, okay, I'm into that. So in a nutshell, Skinwalker then. Um, Skinwalker Ranch is said to be the most studied paranormal hotspot in history. Um, Scientists from the National Institute of Discoverable Science, or NIDS, funded by a rich dude... Uh, who was well connected to the government, who was the yeah. owner at the time when Rogan would have gone. He's got a new owner now. 
Yeah. Um, he coordinated the study into the phenomena since 1996 so in, and also in um, connection with the government at a later date, I think about 10 years in, something like that. But that's um, partly deceived the phenomena posed any threat to national security. Um, it was evidence but debated for over 20 years. However, since then, of course, which was in the documentary, was like, this is mainly a review of the documentary, partly. Yeah. Um, so at the beginning of the documentary, they made a big point of this and ongoing throughout this, um, that since the time of that before and since the book that George Knapp wrote about it in the past, there's been all this stuff coming out about, you know, we know UFOs have been studied by the government, the Tic Tac, um, the Go Fast and all that and all the documents. We, we know that at this point that they have been looking into that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they've got files and files and files on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so none of the... I don't really question the UFO stuff in this very much. Okay, I'm going to rephrase that. I... Okay, I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you rephrase that. I do question the UFO stuff. <laughs> I question everything. Okay. Whoa! Ah! My God! <laughs> everything went weird for a second. <laughs> I thought I died then. You did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like... Oh, is it the wrong way up? I don't know how... So I need to decide how I'm doing this anyway. There we go. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're back. So I'm trying to like... Okay, with this... Um, yeah, it's so, difficult to sort of know where to tackle it from first, isn't it? It like... is. It is. I think what I'll do, because... I don't want to talk too much into it. Like this is yes, this is all about aliens and ghosts. Is what they were apparently doing there, going by the people that lived there all in the past. And I went in this documentary. Honest to God, I went into it. Why's it got dark on my side suddenly? I don't know. Shit camera. I went into this documentary, really hoping, really pumped about it. I was hyped. I wanted to see some good evidence. I was really excited for it. However, George and Afton. So. George Knapp, this is how he got into it at the beginning of the documentary. They were talking about just him in general, investigative reporter from back in the day, the guy who also helped Bob Lazar do all his stuff. He's a good, good investigative journalist. Um, he was just talking at the beginning about he was told some stuff by the people involved in the investigation he knew, and he had some evidence, but he wasn't allowed to give out the story, which is Bob Bigelow, I think his name was. The owner was one of them and some other people. Um, he eventually was given the green light to do the story, um, a book about it i believe it was hunt for the skinwalker or skinwalker ranch one of them um was the name of the book came out about 15 years ago yeah um it's uh i'm not even gonna bother talking about that because it's not evidence and yeah basically i, I should clarify as i'll pull the curtain back a little bit you will notice as I talk through this with my notes and you can see the notes in, if if you can see the notes in front of yourself you'd see it even more it starts off me documenting everything going through this documentary and more and more as it goes through, they get shorter and shorter and more insulting yeah. as they go. So I'm going to have to edit this a little bit as we go. Cause I'm like, I'm not even going to bother reading that now. Um, but 15 years since the book came out, uh, he was talking to Jeremy Corbell and he had all this documents, videotapes, audio tapes, stuff of interviews of people um, that he was going to use to make a film documentary at the time. But then right. he, he was eventually told by Nids and someone anyway. He was vetoed and he wasn't allowed to do, but he had all these all this footage still. And basically right. this documentary is him for some reason being allowed to show it all now, and that's what they do. Through part of it. <sighs> okay. Um 
You play a jigsaw quite a few people playing at the same time. So, like, what kinds of people does he get interviews with? Is it is it people who actually worked on the ranch, or is it just like people from the outside area? Uh, both. So, Interesting. Um, yeah, um, I'm trying to remember exactly now because I don't know if I even want to read this through exactly how it is because it just gives it too <laughs> much. It, it gives the documented too much fucking credit. Um, <laughs> fuck it. So I'm gonna get annoyed about this. The more and more as we go on, I've been wanting to vent about this for a while. So yeah, okay. so let, let, let's think about the people they talk to. Okay, yeah, they talk yeah. to first of all a random person in the area that right saw some stuff. A lot of stuff, all the time. So the dude who saw stuff, saw some stuff. It might even be the person they talked to in the Joe Rogan interview at one point. Is like, yeah, I saw this and I saw that. And it's like, mm, mm, it could you know? be, but this is about the first of seventeen people that they do the same oh, thing with in this documentary. I'm going to give you a synopsis of all of them. Okay, we saw this stuff. It happens all the time. We can't get away from it. It's always happening around us. Haven't got any evidence. Never took a videotape nah. of it, but it's always happening. No, nah. nah. and I'm talking because video cameras haven't been ex- invented yet, Carl. You have to realize nah. that. Nah. Even in 1996, <laughs> and these, yeah. uh, a lot of these interviews were 2017 ones and newer ones. A lot of them were talking about more recent experiences, but no, no, yeah. none of them have ever had cameras. Never once, no. And you know, like, don't get me wrong. They also talked to a policeman who didn't want to go on um, camera talking about it. But he he was talking about it. Um, just didn't use his name. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, we get called out all the time. These things." And other people were saying, "Yeah, we call the police out all the time. They come down. They're always there." Um, he's like, "We've had all these situations where we've brought them down." He's then goes after policeman saying, "Yeah, we saw like UFOs. These things floating in the sky." And I'm just thinking, "Have none of you got dash cams? You never yeah. had a body cam? Is this not normal now? I mean, not a bit before, but if you know in your area." There are ghosts. Yeah. Actually, this is more UFOs. The UFOs everywhere, which I believe in, as we said at the beginning. Yeah. There's no... uh, The whole town, Naif, this is the first thing that got to me. The whole town has the opinion that this happens everywhere. Throughout the whole town, the whole uh, Utah Basin, I think it's called. Everyone has a story. No one has a video. Everyone. It's amazing how camera shy certain like mythical creatures are. Like aliens, <laughs> yeah, incredibly yeah. camera shy. Sasquatch, barely ever seen on camera, and when it is, it's swaggering away. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should definitely do a big. The swagger thing. on that one is yeah. the one that makes me laugh so much. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, it's so, it's so true, it's so real." No, come on, look at it. Like, yeah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Fucking enjoying being a Sasquatch today, bro. <laughs> when you look into that more as well, they uh, something like they were going out specifically looking for Bigfoot, and they specifically had been there like five minutes or something, and yeah. then they saw Bigfoot. And they had a fucking receipt or, or like clear evidence that they had bought a gorilla suit at some point recently as well. I don't think that's. Uh, I think that's one of those things that just gets put about. Oh, it might well be, but it's clearly Unless a gorilla suit. I think there is one like that, though. I think there is one yeah. just like yeah, that. Yeah, there's definitely one like that, yeah. But, oh, man. Yeah, I remember like... that was the thing. I remember on that Bigfoot one, they were specifically saying, some expert, about how, yeah. well, back then, they couldn't make a suit that looked that good, because if it did, that's the kind of thing that even movies would be would find would struggle to make and do. Like, well, yeah. not fucking really. No. Look how far away it is. Like, yeah. Really? God, 
I mean, just look at the fucking Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that was more yeah. than enough to get away with it. You'd have been fine with the Doctor Zayas. No, no, <laughs> no lie. That is exactly the um the example they use. And I remember looking yeah. at it thinking, eh, really? <laughs> anyway, <Terrible>, no. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> so right, yes. So- uh, I'm just going through to make sure I didn't forget anything with that one. A lot of sightings, 60s and 70s, uh, more people seeing things. Uh, let's clarify, this is stupid, but I do believe in aliens. That's about the, the crutch of the notes for that part for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is stupid, but I do believe in aliens. This shit is <laughs> testing me. <laughs> honestly, I, honestly, this is the minor shit. I haven't got... Oh, dear. There's more there's so much more that yeah they leave it until the end of the documentary and i understand why they leave it until the end right at the end of the documentary to explain the first story that ever happened to this family that were moved into the ranch and the first experience they had which is then what made them think oh something's going on here fucking ridiculous okay but we'll get to there we'll get to that I'm looking forward to that. I don't want to sneeze again as well. <laughs> um, to there's a lot of uh, George Knapp in it. There's another note. A lot of George Knapp in between these saying that he was being allowed there because, um, yeah, not much was happening at the time in regards to the phenomena. So the people there wanted him to come because they thought he could come and stir up um, some activity as a new person. I think this is more towards the ghost side now. Because right. We, you see, this is the thing as well with this place. All these it's beliefs. Like, yeah, it, it's oh, like yeah, fucking focus. Focus is so important, it, it, regardless of whether it's it's music or banking or fucking conspiracy theories. You've got to have focus, man. Oh, <laughs> you, you honestly, Nate, you haven't heard nothing yet. Yeah, <laughs> you heard oh. nothing yet. I haven't even got to the scientists. Remember? Yeah, yeah, oh, Jesus, <laughs> <The> scientists. <laughs> Well, they're, they're certified scientists. They've got fancy yeah. titles. Yeah, they make this point yeah. over and over. And that is why you should believe them. They make this point over and over. That is why you should believe them because they're... Yes, you should always nap- believe the crackpot PhD who who no one else listens to because this is all a Hollywood movie. Life is always a Hollywood movie and you should always go with the the lovable rogue. <laughs> Not oh, the man. mountain of evidence. <laughs> the scientists are talking... I'm getting ahead of myself. And again, um, like well, I'm an easy sell on UFOs. You're an easy sell on UFOs. We both think that that is perfectly possible probably yeah. even likely very like, yeah definitely and yet this shit it's like oh come on there's a, different, though, man. there's a huge difference between believing or knowing really at this point in my opinion that yeah ufos are real. whether they're aliens i can't say that but ufos those things are there that we don't yeah. know where they are we yeah, don't know what they, they are but they are a ufo yeah they are a ufo that's undeniable yeah. but that doesn't mean that 97% of the stories that people spout out are anything other than pure fucking bullshit. Yeah. It does not mean yeah. that. You need to find the people with no reason to lie with the best with the best evidence possible. And you well, so rarely find if, that. If you want some great evidence, Nathan, I'm about to give you some. Because, oh, for example, yes. one of the most important things that happened... Um, oh, wait. It's not what that is there, but I remember anyway. One of the most important things that happened that really got them understanding something's going on here when Nids... Nids are there. I can't remember if Nids were there at the time. I think they were. I think they were just there, actually. Um, one day, there were holes in the ground. 
Wow. That that's it. There was holes in the ground. They were. <laughs> they looked at the ground. There were holes in them. They were like, we didn't do it. Told the scientists we didn't do it. So there must be aliens. Extraterrestrials. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be an ongoing theme, God. I think, in this. To be honest with you. Um, but before that, yeah, so George Knapp went there the first time because they said, you know, um, with because a lot of this skinwalker stuff comes from the ancient U tribe in the area and the indigenous right. people to the area. Um, with all these random ass fucking stories that come from somewhere, uh, a lot of drugs probably, but they come from somewhere. Um, and they said what I needed you to do was come in, uh, make a lot of noise, get some people in there to maybe rush all around a bit, dig up. This is what made me think that I was talking about this, but it wasn't. Dig up the earth yeah. of a bulldozer, do some stuff, you know, uh, mess up the place, get the spirits going, you know. Nothing happened. Not a single <laughs> thing enough. happened. Again, it's like, it's it's the most fucking movie shit ever. It's like... What can we do to disturb the ghosts and get them going? Oh, let's fuck with an Indian burial ground. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were they were also doing this specifically. George Knapp was saying because he was constantly told about some predator black mist monster that would appear, and that's why they were doing it at the time. Oh, let, yeah, okay. Let's desecrate some remains on the on the fucking whim of a no random... remains. No remains. No, you know what I mean. No, you have yeah, probably. Yeah, no <laughs> anyway. um, yeah oh, so because I've already covered that. Apparently, uh, the Skinwalker is an evil presence slash... It's going to be hard for me to say. An evil presence slash shapeshifter slash sorcerer who steals souls. There's a lot of S's in that moment. Hang on. Yeah, go on. Like, that's a lot of hats to be wearing. Again... Oh, yeah focus i'm pretty sure <laughs> this is going to be an absolutely abysmal evil creature you know what i mean it's going to be far too busy trying to decide whether it wants to sort of magic you to death or flay your skin off you know it's not going to be able to make make the right choice at the right time <laughs> you know what fully enough the next line i'm about to read you're fucking right yes it doesn't <laughs> know what it wants to do because <laughs> The first instance of what happened to this family when they moved in. Um, right. In 1994, uh, the Gorman, there had been stuff that happened to other families, apparently. I don't know if they knew about it. I don't know if they just kind of were like, I'm going to buy this and make it. I don't know. But apparently, the first thing they did, 1994, they witnessed a giant wolf coming out of the trees towards them from across a giant field. Like you could, They showed you the field in the area. Huge. Yeah. It's like 2.5 hectares or something, this thing. Hectares, yeah. yeah. Hectares, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was miles away, so God knows how even it was a giant wolf anyway. But the nearer and nearer got to them, it was just walking up to them, all chilled like and that. And it came right up to them, it was huge. I'm talking huge, like nowhere, you know, like a basically they were making out it was a demon wolf dog thing, yeah. Um, apparently, it was really chill with them. He was patting it on his head and stuff as well. His little son that was next to him was chilled with it too. He didn't think at one point ever, oh, there's a giant wolf coming towards me. This guy was apparently, this is why you should believe him. They made this huge point as well because he's educated and also a master huntsman and tracksman who really should look at a giant wild wolf walking towards him and think maybe he could attack us. Yeah. No, I'll keep my son here. And they, all they had was sticks around them. But the dog was chill. The wolf was chill. 
And then what he did, he walked over to the cattle that were behind a metal fence. So uh, hang on, hang on. Go ahead, go ahead. This shit is this shit is like Bible shit. <laughs> I shit you not. This yeah. is the kind of shit where it was like, and Jesus, lo, was on the mount, and so came up to him the giant dog of the devil, and he was kind to the dog, and it lay with Jesus as a as a kindly friend. It's like fuck. Fuck off, man! You can't you just can... make up bullshit. Like, oh let, let, my let's god! Remember what this is as well. This is scientists studying this, and I forgot to mention as well in the documentary. It was a scientist explaining this that was there, and he believed it without a question. It was why though? Bad. Because because he is an educated person, master huntsman, so he wouldn't lie. Why would he? Well, I'll tell you why later, but right now he wouldn't lie, why would he? What is up with know. this fucking what is up that, with people, just... man? Why are they so desperate to believe this shit? That's not even the worst part about this story, Nave. About this particular okay. bit. He went over right. to the wolf. Uh, sorry, the wolf went over to the cow and it was sticking his nose out and he was like, He's a wolf, he's hungry suddenly. He grabbed it by the nose and started wrapping it around, trying to pull it out, couldn't get it out. So him and the little son Got his little son with him to run over and start beating it with sticks. Didn't do anything shockingly. Right. So, so he turned around to his son and said, son, go in the house and get me my revolver, my big old revolver thing, a big handgun that showed it. Meaty fucker. Um, the, the wolf, I guess, just stayed there, didn't do anything and let, whatever. Ran in, got the gun, came back out, shot it like five times, didn't do a thing, didn't see any blood, nothing at all. So he was like, right. son... Go back in again, because at this point he knows the wolf is just going to let him do it, apparently. Go back in again. Oh, yeah. Get my rifle. Big old hunting rifle. Shot him like three times. He... I know. I know. <laughs> Shot him like three times. He recoiled, um, but didn't really see that hurt. He couldn't see any blood still or anything. But he stopped. And then they shot him the fourth time, I believe it was. And they said they saw a like, chunk of flesh fly off him, land on the ground. And then he ran off or... One of them said ran, one of them said walked off, chilled. But either way, he went into the field, into, sorry, back into the forest, and the tracks disappeared completely, apparently. And they went, they thought, I'm going to go check out this bit of flesh that fell on the floor. And the flesh apparently was decayed and, like, mummified kind of stuff. That was the first thing that oh, happened. Oh, fuck off. That, that was this super oh. believable event. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't know where to begin with that. There's so much that needs answering before you can remotely believe that fucking thing. <laughs> First of all, have these guys ever done anything like LSD before? If they have, I say veto, okay? <laughs> well, no, 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 only, I mean, the people that owned the house were uh, he's a full-on Christian family man. So that means, naturally, he can't believe in bullshit because he's a Christian. Oh, yeah. yeah. They have Christian. never, ever, ever possibly believed in anything that was bullshit. Again, this is why it works for this prick. Because yep. he goes to fucking church on Sundays and he goes like, yeah, that sounds like a Jesus story. And bear in mind the whole... Con- like and bear in mind the whole... So he probably learned by this point the whole town that he's in believes in all this stuff. They're really yeah. into it, you know, they really... So it's almost like he's suddenly thought... And there's history in this ranch as well of stuff happening, apparently. It's not... He wasn't the first person. There was, like, generations of different families before him. But still, you, you know, stories kind of carry I on. Just, 
yeah, I just don't, I don't get it, man. Can, it, I mean, yeah. It's, I, no, I, it's, it's, I could, it, it, you could get it if the end, that was the end of the story and everyone was like, you, you, why would I believe that? But then you remember, Billionaire created a National Institute of Discovery Science to go here for 20 years and yeah. evidence this stuff. Now, you would think... If they're going to do that, this stuff is happening all the time around them. They're talking about it. Yeah. They're interviewing well, as, the as all of the locals say, though, it's happening yeah. constantly. But they're scientists. They are there. They know what they're doing. They can get evidence, can't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to. I'm going to explain one story that really stuck out to me, and then you can see why I don't have any faith in them whatsoever that they okay. know what they're doing that they think this is the best way to do it that they really even believe it's there and then yeah. there's another story afterwards of just proving how bullshit the ranchers are really excellent really. excellent okay. remind me of that one in case i forget because i don't know if i read that yeah <laughs> um i fucking forgot what i was going straight away then what did i say the first thing i was going to say was um i wonder if i'm blank all I can remember now is the second one, <laughs> which is why the ranchers were all fucking, you know, prove why they was they were dumb. But there oh, was no. another story before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. God. Jesus Christ. Um, I got you oh, there yeah. in the end. We're all good. You got me there in the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't drink when I try and present things. It doesn't work. Very well. <laughs> um, I will do tomorrow though for the Paddy's Day quiz. Actually, no, I probably won't. I probably won't. I'll drink afterwards a lot. Okay. But we'll get into that in a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay. Oh, my God. So these are scientists. Yeah. They want to get evidence of stuff. Ghosts. Yeah. We're talking about more here. Um, they thought to themselves, rightly so, they've got all these watchtowers up and stuff, and they thought, okay, we have learned, well, we it always seems that you always hear the dogs can pick up on, on like, ghosts and stuff. They can always see stuff that aren't there. Well, that's the idea. There's a... There's a believability in that anyway yeah like they're they're picking up on an electromagnetic sense of some kind or something like like kids as well you know i don't know if believability wasn't the right word but you know that concept of what people think yeah you can sort of yeah yeah um so they took a load of dogs they had like some in a pen put them in a pen and they wanted to know if they reacted at all i think they were going to do stuff you know random times in other places other parts of the ranch but the issue was every night the gate would kept getting um, opened and dogs would get let out. So in the end, they would get padlocks because it was happening over a long period of time, to be fair. They would get padlocks and put them on and the padlocks would get ripped open. They would get big, chunkier padlocks, put them on, still get ripped open and eventually went to like giant industrial metal wire and all this. And then they were talking about it all, you know, as if like the fact that this kept happening all the time is like shocking. such good proof that this thing happened, like it's a real thing. And all I was thinking the whole time was, yeah, okay, that's cool and all. You're scientists. You're there to prove this stuff. You knew this was happening. You were pointing padlocks on. It was happening over weeks and weeks and stuff. Did you ever think to point the camera at the gate? Again, yeah. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Why the... F- you've got a perfect example. Like, you're trying to bait these fucking <laughs> things out by messing with the fucking local, like, area. That's not doing it, but you have one opportunity where you can guarantee it always turns up and physically rips a padlock off, and you're like, not really worth our time, bro. <laughs> 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 
there's not even the worst one. They were talking as well about um, randomly at one point. They were talking about a few of them that saw because this stuff literally they were saying was happening all the time, all around them. So yeah. why they just wouldn't eventually just invest in body cams considering they were funded by billionaire? I don't know, but they didn't. But they had a thermal yeah. imaging camera apparently, and the one day they saw this ball of orange light coming down, and then all of a sudden this grey humanoid skeleton-looking thing crawled out towards them. So they crawled along the floor with them, got up, ran towards them, and then stopped, and then ran off the other way. And they were like, they were talking about how, like, on the thermal imaging, that it looked like completely different. You could see it all in that. Never saw the thermal imaging. I don't think it exists anymore. I think they forgot to press record, Nathan. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> why is it ridiculous? Yeah, why is it that, the, that this place has gotten such a fucking... Like, good name no yeah notoriety. it's notorious yeah. everywhere it's like everyone's like oh yeah, yeah skinwalker yeah. ranch skinwalker ranch fucking useless pathetic place with nothing it's... happening in it it doesn't even have yelp reviews nathan yeah <laughs> didn't even have reviews. i couldn't even find reviews for us that's how little yeah. <sighs> man doesn't like order. what 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 do we really think is going on in Skinwalker Ranch? If you were going to put money on it, what do you think is really going on in Skinwalker Ranch? Cuz I think it's probably one of two things. It's either like a trading area for a certain type of military thing or right. it's an Epstein place. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what way? <laughs> like, like they're just getting loads of people in, and they're doing like nasty shit in the basement. And whenever anyone hears or anything, or sees a crying child in the middle of the road, it's like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. It's all of the scary, spooky ghosts. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you're worried that we might have been doing something illegal on our ranch. Well, what about this story of a giant dog? <laughs> Hound of the Baskervilles, I tell you. <laughs> oh, I do. I actually know that reference now. Oh, I, yeah. I watched. Um, was it you that recommended Sherlock to me at one point? Was it someone else? I think it was someone else, but I, I, I do like Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. Sherlock I'd, I'd never watched it, and like, I binged it in like the space of because there's not that much. Is when you get into it, not um, a huge. They... And there's. There's like one guy who was like the guy to play Sherlock Holmes, who was so into Sherlock Holmes um, and playing Sherlock Holmes that uh, when he started to lose his mind due to, I think it was on early onset dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that, he kept playing Sherlock Holmes because oh. he thought he was Sherlock Holmes. Went back to it. Wow. Yeah. I suppose if you went method as well, that makes perfect sense too, because you would have lived yeah. it for that long. Like Jim Carrey yeah, would be Andy was... when he goes to dementia. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. He's still doing the job fine because he is literally Sherlock Holmes now. Okay, let's go with it. <laughs> That's a whole another level of commitment, that is. Yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Um, I'll tell you my opinion of what I think was going on um, there in a sec once I've told you this next bit. Oh, and... is this the, the dumb, yeah. The dumb one, yeah, this is the dumb one. yeah. yeah. No, this is just, it's technically two, but it's just another example of what I really think was going on. I mean, okay, a couple, there was another story too, one of the ones, I can't remember, actually no, it was both of these, so these kind of go hand in hand. There's two separate technical stories here, um, okay. but the same situation happened. Basically, I'll tell you the first one first, it's easier. Um, so apparently, um, the ranchers were around their prize balls and they were talking 
um, about how um, to the niche people about how if anything ever happened to them, they'd be screwed. You know, they'd lose all their money. Like they'd they'd just be buggered. Their business would be done. Um, the niche people have then gone off for one of their rare vacations, which they also happens in the other story. Funnily enough, mm. um, and during that time, apparently the ranchers came back. The actual ranchers, when they came back, the pen was empty. There was no balls in there. Or what the hell? Looked around, right. went to a little trailer that they had. And apparently the four giant balls were all stuffed into there, um, dazed, not doing anything. As soon as he was like, what the hell? They woke up straight away, went crazy, kicked down the door and ran back into the pen. Um, and does that. And that was while Nibs, Nibs weren't there. And it was also, um, Nibs had gone on another random vacation. Away What's the... And there was cattle mutilation anyway on the field. Oh, for fuck's sake. So it's the same kind of thing. Tell me your feelings, Nathan. I can see them coming out of you. <laughs> uh, why the fuck is this... Believable? So, yeah, we've got, we've got, we've got a couple of dumbasses who think that it's really, really funny to... Well, again, like it's one of two things. It's either yeah. some dumbass thought it was funny to put a load of cows somewhere where they shouldn't be and close the door, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I don't know or... how you would do that, though. They made that point. They're like, how? Again, would you do yeah. That? Big, that's the thing. Man ball. Like, these are the, you know, the angry balls, apparently. They were yeah. big, or I don't know. But that, that leads me on to question A, uh, or, or to option B, which is option B is like, Okay, let's accept the fact that some mystical force or alien force is doing that. Why? <laughs> yeah. What's the fucking reasoning? Do, what is it? Why do aliens suddenly want to put cows inside places where they shouldn't be? Is this some form of communication? Is this the new crop circle? What? You know what? When they're talking about these things, I swear it's like the scientists because this is all the scientists presenting it. So and they're yeah. all of this stuff I'm saying, they were presenting it like it was undeniable fact, okay. even though they didn't even see it. But you know, um, but this person told us, and therefore it must be true because anecdotal evidence is always the evidence you should go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that because yeah, yeah. Because that's what they like base everything on when it comes to like you know actual. Yeah testimonies in court and that because that's the best yeah. kind of evidence is a witness yeah. statement yeah it's not like that shit is basically inadmissible in a lot of situations because people literally yeah fucking crap at remembering yeah. anything even when you're being honest like you know and that's that that straight away is hard enough to prove in my opinion with most people yeah. ignoring yeah. that people every it's like um i watch these um body behavior behavior uh what's it uh body language experts that kind of stuff mm. And um, they were talking yeah. about how, like, with memories and that, um, they were like, bear in mind, she might not be lying, because every time you access a memory, you edit that memory at the same time. Yeah. That makes a lot of big fucking, you know, it makes a lot of sense when you think about how bad memories are. Yeah, it corrupts over time. And, like, every cell in your body changes within every seven years. So literally, like, that that entire memory has been changed from cells that were there to yeah. cells that no longer, you know, from cells yeah, that no longer exist. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, that's going to fuck it up every single time. It's like corrupting data in a, in a Windows-like PC. It is. 
Eventually, you've got to defrag the hard drive and you lose some shit that you didn't want to lose. <laughs> defragging, just like detox, you know, getting really wasted. But it's one of the two, de- one of them. Technically, what defragging does is the sort of segmenting bits back into place. So I suppose defragging is sort of like therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like therapy where you could just flick a switch and it's done. Imagine that. Oh, I've got amazing, this one with me. This thing's bothering me. Okay. I'm so yeah. happy. Oh, yeah. Sorted. Excellent. <laughs> drugs. We do have that one. We're on about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, God. Okay. Yeah, Skinwalker Ranch is so fucking so dumb, man. you, surprisingly, though, have a very different opinion of what it is than I, than me. Mm. I, I mean, maybe there's some ghost stuff there. Sure. Maybe there's a bit. Maybe there's some aliens flying around there, too. Sure. It's just, I mean, uh, just Skinwalker Ranch, I'm going to focus on actually. All the people outside is just here saying my opinion. People see what they want to see. They're all in that frame of mind. A lot of people are probably bullshitting because they just wanted some money for an interview. Some other people uh, believed it just because they want to believe it. Whatever. Psychology. But this, first of all, there are so many of these stories that happened when the ranch, sorry, when the NIDS community just weren't there. They just weren't there. And all of a sudden stuff happened suddenly. For, for oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting vent. I'm getting vexed, Nathan. Mm-hmm. The cattle in the trailer. Yeah. You're, you you looked at that and thought, how would they get there? How would they get them in the trailer? This, you know, and why? Be... What's the, and what's why? the reasoning? Yeah. <laughs> Another. Let's look at it a different way. How the fuck do we know they were ever in the trailer, Nathan? Oh, absolutely, as well. How like, do we know? Could, yeah. There's there's absolutely no proof know. to any of this. No, the scientists don't know. Oh, no, no. There was a door broken down. Oh, of course. Yeah, because no human could ever break a door. <laughs> no, no, no. No, they couldn't. Of course not. No. Doors but... are impenetrable. That's why we wear them as armour. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but more importantly, the cattle mutilation. How could that ever happen? Impossible. Human beings aren't capable of doing horrendous shit for rat for stupid reasons. They showed picture of the mutilations. Like, this is one of the things that Joe Rogan was talking about more on it when he was talking to um, George Knapp and Corbel about it. Um, yeah. Showed him, and he's like, you know, he loves being the Alpha Man Huntsman. So he was like, well, that's really interesting because he, I swear he was going into it like it was a really scientific explanation. It was like the most obvious fucking thing ever. He was like, yeah, there's no blood around it, and if it was killed there. There would be blood around it. Be a load of blood around it, yeah. Funnily enough, yeah. And and like, saying, oh no, it's they suck out the blood first because it's like a chupacabra or something like that. I get, I guess, yeah. What they, they was the scientists and that were saying in all fairness, they don't know. In their opinion, it must have been killed somewhere else and then brought there, which is the same as my opinion too. That's what yeah, must that's have happened. What happened. Yeah. And they're saying that I guess the aliens did it took it back let's let's break it down for a second of what i think you're thinking the same as me right now this was another situation when the nids team were on vacation and they called them and were like oh this is here come and have a look at it we just found this almost as if bearing in mind this master huntsman all this kind of stuff maybe maybe he could take the thing kill it maybe take it kill it in his kitchen or wherever Get rid of the blood and then put it there. I mean, I, that's just me thinking that that's more likely than aliens. I'm just, yeah, I'm in. just, I'm just 
there's there's a there's this thing that, that's going on in your head right now, Carl. And it's called logic, and you've got to <laughs> throw that out. All right, you can't be using that. I do. I okay. Know. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Why should I do that in a scientific study? What's wrong with me, Nathan? <laughs> These it's the same thing as anything else. It's someone someone who who barely scraped through their PhD who thinks that they're a genius. And it's like, you're not though, are you? You're just a fucking fool and you wanted some money. And that's fine. Yeah, the scientists that's are full on scientists. Like they were that was one thing I will say. Like the scientists were proper, like, you know, high end scientists, hence why the billionaire yeah. went for them. But like you're saying with some guessing you're saying as well just because of that doesn't mean anything no like people can be bought out people can exactly you know it's almost like they were there so easily as well and if they're there for 20 years and they want that money to keep on going and as i said every time they bring george snap down nothing happened when i was there nothing's ever happened when he's been there jamie corbel nothing's ever happened joe rogan nothing's ever happened yeah someone else that i'll mention at the end that appeared for no fucking reason (laughs) <laughs> Let me just okay. it's it's remarkable that you know all of these local people see so much when it's almost like the uh the aliens don't like foreigners almost isn't it like it's like oh, oh, i don't like oh not even foreigners you know just people from out of town it's like oh you're not our kind of people we can't be showing ourselves to you we're hillbilly fucking aliens we don't <laughs> we don't not want nothing to do with you we just want to steal the occasional cow chop them up throw them in the field again and teleport a bunch of them into your trailer it, I mean, it must be that it must be that it can't it can't it can't just be that everyone in that area has grew up and just gone into this mindset and just yeah. thinks it now it can't be that it's not even i don't think it's even that i, I guarantee you if 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 in the town if anyway, this yeah. documentary yeah but if this documentary like was worth its salt it would have had about three four five times the amount of people saying all of this is total bullshit nothing ever happens around here but they've just so happened to find the ones who fit their narrative of like oh yeah yeah there's definitely a load of ghosts and alien shits happening on at skill skinwalker ranch it's it's this it's that it's the other there was no one denying it on the whole two hours from a document honestly Honestly, because, over like twenty-five interviews, all in all, yeah. Because if, if they gave you a single fucking option of of like the other side of the argument, you'd immediately question everything. Because it's all ridiculous, and it's the same thing with the ancient alien stuff. Like, I, I some of the ancient alien stuff is really fascinating, and then they push it too far, and it's like that's always the problem. What if yeah. This, yeah, and it's like, yeah. but that, not that though, not that. You've got the intrigue, and then you've just assumed the intrigue, and that's now the... we're just following down this ridiculous path, which makes no fucking sense at all. Nathan, you're doing it as well now. No, You're no, yeah, bringing logic, logic into it. <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> I'm going to stop that. being logic. <laughs> I'm going to read out this one here that I forgot I um, put in bold to make sure I remember to read it out. Just a little yeah. point. You were talking about the scientists then, about how, you know, um, they're scientists, so they can't, you know, they must just be there for... Anyway, George Knapp... Yeah. No, no. 
George Knapp <laughs> said to the scientists, the guy said that um, they weren't going in with any kind of agenda of what they wanted to discover or prove. He, he then literally moments later went on to say, but they felt passionately enough about it to investigate this in their own time, apparently, because they believed something important was going on. This is another example of a statement that when said, it makes no fucking sense. It's flat earth all over again. You can't say yeah. They have no agenda, nothing. They're completely, uh, what's the word, independent. Well, at the of, same of, time, we believe, believe wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and they um, think it's really important that something's going on there and it, it needs to be proved. That doesn't work. That I never works. They're going in I there. Don't know. I don't know what to do. And again, like we're not a hard sell on UFOs. We're not a hard sell on a- aliens, well, necessarily. No. But this shit... <laughs> This shit where it's clear that some people are just trying to make as much money as they can or get as much attention as they can in their sad little lives. And this is the only thing they've got is that they live near Skinwalker Ranch and everyone could, oh, I'll get on TV with Joe Rogan. I know. I, 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 I think a lot of them you know. genuinely believe it, though. I think a lot of them do. Genuinely, oh yeah, maybe. Well, I don't. I don't know. Though, actually, a lot of the people around the area, I don't know. Some of them seems like they. It's really hard to know, isn't it? Whether they're just That's saying the that, or they're really that dumb. Or, yeah. yeah. Or whether they're really that dumb. I'm going to go with that. Actually, I'm just it back. Yeah. The difference between the sort of the fine line between you know idiot and charlatan is uh yeah it's it's sometimes they don't even know they've made the switch yeah, themselves yeah, they start yeah, off believing yeah. this thing is an <laughs> idiot and then they become a fucking you know a liar about it all or they start lying it and then they start believing their own bullshit you just yeah yeah <laughs> you know i'll just going through with some of the notes and to see i think we've actually covered there's one thing at the end i'm going to cover i'm just going to quickly mention Actually, I'm not going to go through all the notes, but I just, I've noticed some of the notes that by this point, I was very much like, what the fuck is this, man? Yeah, you just given up on making yeah. notes. Well, yeah. on the Lost Tapes 3, which was like the next tape of these, all this footage you had that they put together in like little Lost Tape segments. My first um, yeah. note was, do I even need to bother writing these this crap down anymore? Um, apparently, it shakes underneath um, all the time. Machine- machinery sounds underground definitely not yeah they were saying it shakes all the time and it sounds like machinery i'm like i'm pretty sure earthquakes happen and things and it could be well, not even that it's and they're like, all talking you know, about bulldozers and stuff they've got around like and i never heard it in in joe rogan's thing or this like the why again wasn't it if it, the earth is always shaking yeah why are why are you able to walk up to the front gates and nothing's shaking just Apparently, one thing they have found is higher radiation in the area, but that could be anything again. Like, it could be the, anything. It might, might have been a cult of yoga people trying to make a new call, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could just be a higher level of uranium in the area than in yeah. other areas similar to it nearby. Background radiation is everywhere, you know. I'm going to yeah. finish it now just with mentioning, like, the. Um, so. There's a lot of bits that they just didn't seem to include, a lot of details. I'm like, okay, we're just going to, yeah. okay. So for Please, some reason, for some reason, they gloss over the fact that there's a new owner now in the documentary. But then they went and spoke to the new owner. The new owner seems to be a bit more, you know, like, oh, yeah, come in, come and have a look. You know, we'll go around. Really excited about it. Um, he didn't want to show his um, his face, though, so they had to 
take away his name. Although I swear his name is out there when I looked on Wikipedia, but it yeah. wasn't at the time. I can't remember yeah. what it was now. Um, and they were doing the interview with him, and he was getting really excited, showing them some of the few um, evidence he had, like making out it was like crazy shit, you know, because he was like, well, the stuff they had before, he's another billionaire guy, the stuff they had before, yeah. you know, wasn't that great. It wasn't very up to standards and that. So we've redone it all, upgraded everything. And then he got really excited about this evidence they had. And it was just a few photos of like every other one of just a normal desert scene with a little white disc in the sky, maybe. That's it. I'm like, how was that even from Skinwalker? I thought Skinwalker was supposed to be looking at Skinwalker. That's the sky. That's, yeah. It was like pointing away. There was nothing and in that's the background. The thing, like... A lot of the rumors about Skinwalker Ranch was it's like, oh yeah, it's a secret military operation, and it's like it's doing secret operational research on like aliens and stuff, and it's a meeting point for aliens and stuff like this. And it's like, oh my god, just. And we already know that way before this time, they were already doing all this stuff, looking into aliens. It was from like the seventies they've been doing this stuff that's all come out now. So it's like, yeah. I don't even understand how them talking about that stuff. And Skinwalker Ranch isn't mentioned as single one of these fucking things. Let's 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 make that fucking clear. It's not mean, like ev- well, it's not like when all the UFO stuff came out. Suddenly there was oh. like, and yes, we've seen Skinwalker Ranch was mentioned in the UFO files that they've released. Not fucking once, as far <laughs> no, as I'm I, aware. As far as I'm aware, I feel like we'd have, they, you know, something would have come out about that by now, yeah. especially. Seen as this new guy who's doing all this evidence as well, you know, if they had anything, surely we'd have it's known. Just, it's it's horseshit, and it's just it's 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 sad as well because I I almost yeah. would put money on the fact that the new owner is probably someone who was really into the mythos of Skinwalker Ranch and was like, oh, I'll buy it and I'll prove it. I'll be the one who finally proves it from someone who previously owned it. It was just didn't give a shit. Maybe don't don't oh, feel sorry for him. Because one thing he said was, after he was going through all this evidence for stuff, he was like, they, the one bit they showed at the end, they were like, um, not at the end, end but um, one bit at the end of his interview, they were like, um, what would you say to someone who looked at everything that's happened to Skinwalker Ranch and wasn't sure if it was true? And he was like, I can't remember the exact verb you to use, but it was something like, I think they're delusional idiots. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> What? Oh, it takes Him. one to know one, doesn't yeah. it? I mean... <laughs> I mean but this is not the craziest part. After all this, just all this bullshit that went on, the craziest yeah. part of this whole documentary was randomly at the end, they were going through doing this stuff, you know, looking around Skinwalker with these people. In the end, they were sitting around the fire talking about how all the... George Knapp, Corbell, a few others, talking about all the times they've been there, they've never actually seen anything, nothing's ever happened, how frustrating that is, but it's still true. But then for some reason, out of nowhere, Robbie Williams is there with them. What? Why? No reason. No, no, they make no point of it. He's just talking. Talking about it. Says he doesn't is he want their a new go- expert? <laughs> says he doesn't want a ghost to follow him back. That's about it. Oh, fuck me. Oh, Not God. Not a single explanation of why he was there. No. I think he genuinely is into sort of sci-fi, well, you know, yeah. UFO kinds of things. But why but like, include him like that? It's so weird. It's like, this is an American documentary. Because it's, well. it's Starbucks. Not yeah, over there, someone, Yeah, but someone will look in IMDB and it'll be like, Robbie Williams was in this. Oh, I'll have a watch because I'm a Robbie Williams fan. And that's a fair point. Yeah, that's literally all the it credit. is. It's just to draw people in to watch this awful abomination of a documentary. <laughs> no, you know what? You know, you're right. It's a credit. I would. Yeah. Nathan, 
I would recommend you watch this, but get ready oh, to hate mate, watch yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, I'm almost <laughs> certain I will. <laughs> it's on a fuck um, that shit, some prime, man. some prime. It's like two yeah, hours. Yeah. Get the skip ready. Get get the skip button ready. Yeah, yeah. Just keep going. Yeah, okay, this guy's is. bullshit. This guy's bullshit. This guy's bullshit. <laughs> this is literally. Since then, I've been trying to find any actual evidence, anything. There is nothing. 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 Not to do with Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker no, Ranch is probably not even just the a area. private property. Yeah, it's just no one cares. The no most one fucking cares. And the paranormal yeah. stuff was something I'd never heard before. The fact that it was like, oh, yeah, it's all this spiritual ghosty stuff oh fuck me oh, there's loads of really cool stories of stuff they've apparently done loads of really cool yeah. stories oh fuck most haunted are better at recording actual footage than them yeah Derek o fucking cool or, or, or whatever Cora, it is. yeah <laughs> i i buy into parts Derek Cora is a fucking some... joke jesus yeah. christ I only buy into like ghost hunting stuff when if they have episodes where a lot of the episodes fuck all happens and they openly admit fuck all happened and even if they got scared they're like we got scared but i don't think anything paranormal actually happened yeah, then i believe yeah. them when stuff does happen a bit more anyway you know it's, a, it's like if you were faking it why would you make programs where nothing happens yeah and it's like, it's always something like oh there was a noise oh great because noises never happen by themselves <laughs> no no fuck See, i me. believe like <laughs> I know that I, me and um, uh, my gothic mate were talking the other day about going to, um, when everything's open again, going and doing like, because I was talking to him about this, and we was on about going to do like ghost walks and stuff and ghost things like, you know, where you're in a place, but only if it was just me and him, like, you know, not like a tour and all these people and we could stay overnight, you pay a bit more, you can do it. I'd love to do it, but I know I'd be the dick. He's like, yeah, I could have been the mouse to be fair, man. Could have been anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love something legit to happen because I've seen. The thing is, this, I'd like to be I that have guy. Seen but I reckon one... I'd probably get there and then end up being the bitch who was like, "What was that noise?" <laughs> oh, well, as long as you record yourself, it's all good. Content, baby. <laughs> I do. You know, I will finish oh. this off. Why? I do have a legitimate ghost story that happened to me. Okay. But it was when I was younger, and I just know that memories can get edited so i don't trust it as much now and the person i was with at the time now seems to think it was a bag despite believing it for like 10 years but i'm like has he edited this in his head now yeah. to try and make it make sense or have i edited this but i i what i remember i was in this um we always walk through this graveyard all the time to get to the field that we used to chill in um but we had all the different places and that and we'd been there loads and it was completely sober it was like it was like 10 o'clock and we were just going to play some games with his because he lived on the other side. And we walked through and all of a sudden it just went silent, the whole graveyard. And it's right by a road as well, which is strange, but it just went completely silent. And then random bells went off around us and just they're not there normally. But then there was just, turned around and there was just some glowing white woman bowing down over a grave for a bit. And then it just stopped and kind of missed it away. Oof. I... I was 100% certain that that's what I saw at the time. So was he. He's not as convinced now, but it wasn't far away from us. And I don't know. I still kind of believe that I saw that. What it was, I don't know. I still think yeah. if anything, ghosts are bleed-throughs from alternate realities. If there's anything to it, I think it's uh, alternate dimensions, sorry, stuff like that, just bleeding through, you know. So they yeah. wouldn't be the ghost. It's not dead people to me. It's... it's doesn't make much That's sense. so strange. Like that, it that, was weird, that man. kind of shit. 
It was I'm weird. so glad I don't have to sort of. I haven't experienced anything like that. I don't need anything like that in my life. I don't need to have that fucking. That <laughs> it wasn't bullshit. scary though. It wasn't it scary was. at the time. I I, yeah. I reckon you'd probably be fascinated by it as well. Yeah, probably. I don't know. But that is That's weird. More evidence than Skinwalker Ranch or ever. No, I just ever had. Yeah, ever had. Because that sounds more that. believable. That sounds like something that sort of you could imagine happening, as opposed to, yeah, man, there was this giant wolf and it came up to me <laughs> and it, 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 it was trying to get pet down the nose because I really love myself a fucking wolf, man, and I like wolves. Wolves like me because I'm cool, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> so the thing with, with that story. Like, he was the, the, my mate at the time. Now he was saying that it was a carry bag, and I was just thinking, well, at the time, I was sure it wasn't a carry bag. So did you think it was a carry bag then? You knew all this time and we're just going yeah. with it? Like, yeah, there's a carrier bag with a lot of bells in it. Like <laughs> none of it made sense to me. Why he yeah. said, but I just don't trust it because I was younger and it's been a long time. But I don't. I don't know. I I, I wouldn't go to the. Uh, I wouldn't. What is it? Die on the hill to argue it. But I'm. I I think it. That's what I saw. Well, I know that's what I, I, yeah, I saw. I, I, that's know. what I, I remember I... seeing is a better way. That's how I remember it all completely. And it's always every time I've explained it to someone in that time. I don't feel like it's ever changed, but I don't know. I can't know. Like the closest, I... the closest I've ever come is 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 like I've been in old buildings occasionally, where my um, my aunt and uncle would rent out like a an old sort of manor house thing somewhere, and we get all of the the family together, and everyone would be there. It's like fifteen people, yeah, and when yeah. it was at night. In some of these old places, you'd occasionally get the sensation that someone was watching you or something. But other than that, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, you know. I, I do believe that if there is something to it, I do believe as well. To be fair, that there is, I don't believe. Okay, I believe in the idea of being sensitive to some of this stuff if you're really open-minded to it. I believe that could be real. Yeah, where I draw the line is when people are like, well, I'm talking to this man over here and he's standing in the corner and he's telling me this, but at the same time, I've got this gopher over here that's trying to scratch against my knee. Yeah. Or it's like, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to help them move to the other side because I can do that. Or it's this and this, oh, but yeah. then, then the noise happens yeah. beyond them and they shit themselves. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, it's, I don't I, buy that. The people who try and make themselves out to be the smartest person in the room when it comes down yeah. to it. And also, like, they're dumb most of the time. The people who think they're really, really, really smart are really fucking stupid for the vast majority of the time. And so, that yeah. again, it's these those stories where it's like, oh, yeah, this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. And it's like, no, but if you just kept it at one level of the story, maybe I would have believed you. Yeah, You yeah. had to embellish to the point where it seems fucking ridiculous. Kind of like um, yeah. a wrestling company making a big giant street fight and changing it into a barbed wire death match and changing it into an exploding barbed wire death match. And then when they tried to explode the ring at the end of it, like they promised for half an hour, it didn't explode and it just went pew. There's yeah. <laughs> 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 so just all the explosives going off at the same time. Did I ever show you that, what actually happened? At yeah, the end you did, yeah. Fuck me, that was ridiculous. Amazing, God. amazing, but ridiculous. Yeah. I love the ending of that for the same reason it's that I love so the ending of this documentary of Robbie Williams. Yeah, it wasn't WWE. Yeah. Oh, wasn't it? oh, it was AEW, wasn't it? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. WWE, I think, if they were going to explode a ring, they would do it well because yeah. they have 
they have the budget. They what? <laughs> that's that's the worst thing. AEW have just as much budget because they're billionaires. But WWE just give a shit about production value. I'm a media yeah. snob. I can't fucking do- make it worse. Do you know what makes it worse about that? The night, the Wednesday after that exploding thing, they had so much flack about their production value. Like we're gonna explain it away. They did a really good little promo between the guys that were lying on the floor in the ring about how the one guy had a panic attack from when he almost died before and he was like, I just kind of fainted. It, it, he did what he could. He did what he could. He's a good talker. But then, oh, but then, they actually managed to get that little bit of sickness out of people's mouths about the production value of everything and how terrible it was. So then, they had a match where it was this guy, uh, I forget his name because I didn't really know him, but he was from TNA and he debuted yeah. at the pay-per-view before. And then he had his first ever singles match on um Fuck. on Dynamite. And you know what happened? Couldn't watch any of the match because the whole fucking match was just bleed throughs from some NBA game that was going on. And all you could hear was sneakers running around. <laughs> you, know that, you know, that squeaky noise. I can't <laughs> hear. All you could hear, Fuck. you could hear... Every time they did, like, because, you know, there's constantly basket, baskets being scored in basketball. Every time yeah. you hear that noise, it's like, yeah. and yeah, that yeah. as well, and commentating. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. God. I, 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 I'm beginning to, I, I don't know if I can watch AEW anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I can, but I'll and hate, that's the thing the, as well. I'll hate watching they're the only. Help. Yeah, they're the only competitor as well. It's like. What else can you do, you know? Look, yeah, luckily, WWE, in my opinion, is actually doing pretty fucking good right now. Some of it, some of it is still utter fucking terribleness, but you expect that. <laughs> yeah. If you go into a wrestling show expecting it to all be perfect, expecting to love it all, and not having to just ignore some utter stupidity, you're watching yeah. the wrong program. You are watching yeah. the wrong thing. Yeah, it's all about the spectacle at the end of the day. It's not about yeah. the storyline, is it? You know. it, it's about some it's i don't know what it's about to go this nathan it's i don't know but it's something it's, anyway, it's entertainment isn't it it's entertainment god oh my fucking god but before we get on to your story then yeah just for everyone watching at home just want to give you actually wait forget what i was about to say i was about to say I'm just going to give you a little preview for the quiz that will be coming tomorrow but then i realized this will be going out after that yeah in that case, actually, give me one second. Hold on. Hold on. So, coming up then, um, next week, on the 24th of March, will be the KD Comedian Quiz Off Birthday Bash Edition. I am going to be an old man the Tuesday before, so I am going to get very drunk on the Wednesday. Going to invite a load of my favourite people for that quiz. I might do eight people, to be honest. I might make it a smorgasbord of comedic... Ooh. Brilliance, yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> but that's will be the next one afterwards, anyway. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Oh, okay then, my man. I think it is down to you now. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> this is a, an interesting story. It's it's not really in the uh, in the terms of a. Uh, uh, uh... <sighs> We cover all things interesting here. Nathan. Yeah, you know this is the thing. It, it, it's not a conspiracy theory. Instead, it's just a story of who of a man who was probably the most badass British soldier to have ever walked on this earth. Banging? No, no, I'm all down for these comments. I did a story a while back about, did you see, have you heard of the, the Japanese soldier who fought World War II for like 30 years? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, uh, yeah, let's get his fucking commander to come out and then yeah. say, "Trust me, the war is over. <laughs> you can come home, bro." A commitment, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I'm all down for this. Yeah, yeah. So this is the story of Jack Churchill, right? He was uh, born John Malcolm Thorpe Fleming Churchill. Wow, that is right? a name. Yeah, yeah. He is DSO and bar, MC and bar. What? <laughs> so what? that's just like, like literally fucking like what was what is DSO again? Distinguished Service Order, um, the Medal Bar and the Military Cross. When you um, said MC, I thought you were generally saying he was a rapper or something. Yeah, he was like, yeah, bro, sick MC. I hear what I want. That's a good sound. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm called Mal- I'm called John Churchill, and yeah, I get my fill. <laughs> I went to the army. I shot the guys. I came over here. I, get- I-, I-, I can't even do it. I can't. I'm not <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, he was born the sixteenth of September, nineteen oh six. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna assume no relation to Winston Churchill. No relation to Winston Churchill. However, he he was he was Scottish, and the way I like to see it is that our Churchill is the British form of Churchill, and this Churchill is the Scottish form of Churchill. Like just how like Winston Churchill for for the British for the English especially was like a a a, a, a leader of men. This guy. Hmm was also a leader of men, but in a very different, far more Rambo way. Because <laughs> John like, Malcolm yeah. Thorpe Fleming Churchill, DSO and Bar MC and Bar, <laughs> was <laughs> the only British army officer who fought the Second World War with a longbow, bagpipes and a Scottish broadsword. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how smart that is, but he sounds like a fucking G straight away. Dude is a is a goddamn champion, right? And it only gets more incredible as the war goes <laughs> along, right? So wow. he died. He died in the eighth of March, nineteen ninety six, aged eighty nine years old in Surrey. He had a fucking excellent life. Right. In his early life, he was born um, to Alec Fleming Churchill and Eleanor Elizabeth. Um, he had Alec- a couple of brothers. One of them died in uh, in the war during the Navy. Another one was also a pretty badass commander. Um, he was educated at King's William College on the Isle of Man. He graduated the Royal Military College Sandhurst in 1926 and served in Burma with the Manchester Reg- Regiment, where apparently he liked, he, he really enjoyed riding his motorcycle. He's just gone up more badass. <laughs> We're talking Long about time. a guy on a motorbike with a Claymore bagpipes and a goddamn, like, oh. Longbow and a giant sword. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy's a champion, right? So, I hope he's wearing a kilt and stuff when he's doing this. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, a kilt on a motorbike, that doesn't sound like a big good idea, actually. Yeah, well... That would be drafty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 
1936, after serving in Burma, Churchill left the army and worked as a newspaper editor in Nairobi, Kenya. All right. Yeah. Sounds so, great. like, he was also in Hong Kong, uh, British Hong Kong, before when he was younger, between uh, 1907 and uh, 1910, I, I think it was. I'm guessing a lot of them would have been a lot more still linked to the British Empire then. I know the, it yeah. wasn't the main time, but it still would have been a lot more Def- linked, I'm guessing. Definitely. But, like, oh. you know, the guy travelled, man. Mm. Um, he uh, he also spent time as a male model. Um, <laughs> All right. Yeah. He used his archery and bagpipe talents to play a small role in the 1924 film The Thief of Baghdad. He also appeared... What are you going 19- to say Robin Hood, then? <laughs> yeah. He also appeared in the 1938 film A Yank at Oxford. He took... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> a Yank at Oxford? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take a quick jump into the Yank at Oxford. This is the... Uh, this is the... Fo- <laughs> the... the, the um, that's the oh, cover oh. of the Yank of Oxford, the Yank at Oxford. <laughs> oh okay. okay, I love those old style film posters, though. To be honest, oh yeah, man, yeah, like the hand drawn stuff is fucking beautiful. Yeah, lovely. I need to get so, some of them. Yeah. So um, yeah, he did that. <laughs> he, he then took second place in the 1938 military piping competition at the Aldershot Tattoo. Oh yeah. Yes, and in piping 1939, in... we're not talking oh, yes, about piping. Oh, okay. See, yeah, okay. Not, not just like... piping. No, no. No, I, I was going more like Bake Off, that kind of thing. All oh, right. <laughs> piping, James McAvoy is uh... on there right now, by the way. Yeah, that's so messed up. Like this year, they've managed to get some genuine fucking celebrities on. Like, um, what's her face from Star Wars as well? Daisy Ridley. That's the one. She made a toilet um, cake, and it wasn't very good. It was, her toilet cake was the shit. The shits. <laughs> the, shits. <laughs> the bad kind um, of shit. Yeah. So, he's had a great time up till now. In 1939, he's uh, he's represented Britain at the World Archery Championships in Oslo. Oh, yeah. But then, what else happened in 1939? <sighs> I don't know. I think it was a very peaceful time, wasn't it? Yeah, very, 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 very peaceful time with yeah, this yeah, very, very wonderful chap called Hitler. <laughs> and there was nothing to worry about, nothing at all, okay? Everything is fine. all lovely people, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, World War Two kicks in, and Churchill resumes his commission in the uh, military. Just after, literally after Germany invaded Poland in 1939, he was assigned to the Manchester Regiment, which was sent to France in the British Expeditionary Force. In May 1940, Churchill and some of his men ambushed a German patrol near Lepignet, near Rucheberg, Pas de la Calais. Pas de Calais? Pas de Calais. Um, I think that sounded beautiful, Nathan. Yeah, we. Oui. <laughs> um, <laughs> Churchill gave the signal to attack by raising his fucking claymore. Is that the sword? That's the Scottish broadsword, and it is a big fucking broadsword. It's oh, a I know exactly. Man, I yeah. know exactly what you mean. The one guy Drew McIntyre in wrestling, he walks out with a giant sword, and his special move is the claymore kick. So that makes so that's, much sense that's now. That's exactly what it. Yeah, yeah. Makes so much sense. Yeah. Never knew that. Um, 
but that's that's only the start of it. So he he lifts up this fucking this sword like I were gonna come for you, you wee cunts, yeah, so we are <laughs> right. They all charge. They mess up these guys, and um, there's a rumor during the, the ensuing combat that apparently Churchill killed a German with his longbow in this action. Wait, like wait, literally. What? Literally, the Germans had machine guns, and he's like, ah, uh, <laughs> it's like well, I mean, fucking I mean, Hawkeye. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if if there's a group of them and they're shooting with guns, you're still going to hit one, I guess. Well, you could, yeah, so, yeah. I but get this that. is this is only the tip of the iceberg of how <laughs> badass this guy turned out to be. Okay, because I mean, you always he goes, badass. yeah. Churchill later said that his bows had actually been crushed by a lorry earlier in the campaign, so that 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 didn't happen at all. Oh. Only diminishing what? his story by the tiniest possible amount, though, because he moves on into Norway in 1941. Churchill was the second in command of Number Three Commando Division in Operation Archery, a raid on a German garrison at. at uh, I have no idea how to pronounce that. Norway. Oh. On the 27th... Archery. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Who the hell else are you going to have apart from the guy who turns up (laughs) with a motherfucking bow? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, he got crushed by a lorry, apparently. Yeah. but I'm sure he could build himself a new one out of just nothing but his own teeth. Super Uh, (laughs) creative naming, and I'm sure it's got nothing to actually do with archery. That would be really obvious. Yeah. As the ramps fell on the first landing craft, he leapt forward from his position, playing March of the Cameron men on his bagpipes (laughs) before throwing a grenade and charging into battle. For his actions at Dunkirk, Churchill received the military cross and bar. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) We then... It's not even over yet, right? We get to Italy in 1943. In July 1943, as a commanding officer, he'd led Commando 2 from their landing site in Catania, uh, Sicily, with his trademark Scottish broadsword slung around his waist, a long bro and arrows around his neck and bagpipes under his arm, which he also did in the landings at Salerno. <laughs> so, like, every single time this guy is landing and fighting, he's just like, i got to make sure i got my broadsword, i got to make sure i got my longbow, i got to make sure i got my bagpipes. Let's play some music, lads! <laughs> he's a soldier in the army with a better... And more full-on gimmick than about 70% of wrestlers out there. Absolutely. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just coming down. I love that. It yeah. makes no so sense he, um, why you would do that, but it's just amazing that he did. It's Because he is an absolute amazing. hero and a badass yeah. of the first fucking water, and there's nothing anyone can do to stop him. <laughs> no, <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'll be disappointed. I shit you not. Now. Right. Leading the commando unit, he was ordered to capture a German observation post outside the town of Molina. With the help of a corporal, he infiltrated the town, captured the post, taking 42 prisoners, including a mortar squad. Churchill led the men and prisoners back down the pass, with his with the wounded being carried on carts per, pushed by the German prisoners. He commented that it was an image from the Napoleonic Wars. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, yes, it's like... It's like when we were kicking the shit out of the French. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. 
Napoleon, do, do you know Napoleon was actually quite like normal sized? Yeah, yeah, like for yeah. his time, he was fairly average. Yeah, because like yeah. everyone back then was fucking short. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, like just they made out that he was like super short, like in competitive. He was just average height. Yeah. Oh, before by the way, as well, um, he received the distinctive uh, service order for that action in Salerno. He then later yeah. walked back into the town to retrieve his sword, which he had lost in hand-to-hand combat with the German regiment. That's even better. That's even <laughs> he better. He was actually using the fucking sword, Carl. And then, <laughs> even better than that as well, just a pure, like, you know, like, I've got to go back and get it. Because God knows what, it, it, you know, you're in an area that was, you were fighting with Germans a second ago. I'm, yeah. I wouldn't be completely sure that it's safe to go back there. Yeah, but this, <laughs> he, he, he was notoriously said, uh, where was it? Any officer who goes into action without his sword is improperly dressed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that. Like, you know, it's like uh, the Marines, isn't it? Like, um, without my gun, I am nothing. Without me, my yeah. gun is nothing. Yeah, this is my rifle, this is my gun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Um, As part of the McLean mission uh, in 1944 in Yugoslavia, he led the commandos where they supported Josip Broz Tito's partisans from the Adriatic island of Vis. He was ordered to... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) basically, he'd been moved around a lot and he was finally sort of taking on the further deeper parts of Europe into Yugoslavia and places like that. Oh, yeah. The landing was unopposed, but on seeing the gun emplacements from which they later encountered German fire, partisans decided to defer the attack until the following day. Churchill's bagpipe signalled the remaining commandos into battle, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Because yeah, he just doesn't give a Fuck. No, it's a fucking like, G. Let them know we're coming, lads. He's <laughs> like the epitome of the kind of guy you would want on your team, like, you know, mm. to go into battle, even if he wasn't that great of a warrior. And, but, you know, yeah. he, just, he is like a morale builder. Like, yeah. surely. And, and not only that, but this guy literally chops Germans up with a fucking sword. <laughs> yeah, he was a great warrior, too. <laughs> yeah. So, he, um, he gets strafed by a uh, um, an RAF Spitfire and decided to withdraw for the night and relaunch the attack the following morning. Because, you know, those stupid, airy bastards can't tell what they're shooting at properly. <laughs> what was it that actually happened then? I was, my mic was... So, like, literally, literally he's, he's in the middle of the fight. He's seeing the commandos uh, uh, to battle. And then he gets strafed by an RAF Spitfire because they're fighting them in the pitch black of night and they don't know what the <laughs> fuck they're shooting at. <laughs> so he's oh, like, all right, nice. okay, we'll wait till tomorrow when we can see the enemy. <laughs> Fucking lucky. That actually yeah. would not work nowadays. It's like thermal engineering yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, especially with the kinds of weapons they've got on those planes, you just That's watch I mean, yeah. an entire, yeah... The A10C it's a shame. Warthog, man. Modern times now it means that we can't have badasses like this running around. Yeah, that oh, is well, the real shame. God. There are there are similar badasses, but in different ways. Like there's there's not really been a big enough war to give someone an opportunity to be to be this badass, if that makes sense. Give it time. Give it time, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then unfortunately, he was captured. 
after his Yugoslavia um, um, attack, right? Was so the following Slogan morning, carrying the massive stuff he took into every battle with him. With yeah. Force. So like the RAF Spitfire strafes him. He decides to go back, get a kit, and come back in the morning. But in the following morning, a flanking attack that he led um, ended up betting. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, there is only uh, I managed to get fucked up basically uh, before they managed to make it to the landing area. Only Churchill and six others managed to reach the objective. A mortar shell killed or wounded everyone else but Ooh. Churchill. So a mortar strike comes in, detonates his entire squad, and you know what his his choice is to do? Save the bagpipes. He plays the bagpipes, Carl. <laughs> That's amazing. He actually plays the fucking bagpipes, wow. right? He plays Will Ye Nor Come Back Again? And then on his bagpipes, as the Germans advanced, the Germans, seeing this crazy fucking bagpiping maniac with a claymore on his back, decide we aren't dealing with this shit, and they throw a shit ton of grenades at him, which only <laughs> succeed in which only succeed in knocking him out. He is not killed. <laughs> I mean, well, why? Okay. <laughs> this guy has a mortar shell hit his squad. He then gets grenaded, and he just goes for a light snooze. <laughs> what the fuck? And why would they? Okay, <laughs> why were they throwing grenades? Why did they not just be as much of a badass as he is? Why not because he was him? he was in he was entrenched, and the only way they could get near him was to go through the bagpipes and claymore. <laughs> fuck you! <no. laughs> That's the epitome of a G. These guys have never seen him before. Probably don't even know anything about him, and they've just seen yeah. him, seen what he's doing, and like. I ain't going near that guy. Get the grenade. I do not want to go near him. This man is terrifying. <laughs> it will kill us, yeah. Profit in age. Yeah. Oh shit. Um. Yeah, and it only gets more mad from there as well. So he gets um he gets transferred to um a concentration camp. And on September 1944, three Air Force uh, officers, survivors of the Great Escape, actual survivors of the Great Escape. It's not that hard. Excuse me. It's not that hard to survive a film, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but genuinely, these three Air Force officers were actually, that's what that story is based around. And Major yeah. Johnny Dodge escaped San, uh, Sachsen's Sachsenhausen, I can't fucking pronounce that properly, using a tunnel dug by themselves in secret. Churchill and Royal Air Force Officer Bertram James attempted to walk to the Baltic coast. Alright. <laughs> That's hundreds of miles, I think. <laughs> it, doesn't say, it didn't sound near. Yeah. And the Baltic, and, uh, just everything about it sounds cold and not something you yeah. want to just walk to fucking freezing miserable yeah. place um, and they were they were captured near the German co coastal city of Rostock again a few kilometers from the sea so they were literally me like kilometers from the sea and they get captured in late April yeah. 1945 
Churchill and about 140 other prominent concentration camp inmates were transferred to Tyrol, guarded by SS troops. A delegation of prisoners told senior German army officers they feared they would be executed. A German army unit commanded by Captain uh, Richard von Alzeben. Richard von Alzeben. And Felsenben. moved. Yeah. It's hard, man. <laughs> um, moved into the... Uh, Imagine uh, being like a prisons. child like in Germany you know, back then trying to grow up and learn the language and try and pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. even now, like the, the standard for the German language is why say something with one word when you can use ten? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a mate who's um, one of the, the guys who... Um, Reminded me of Weed Fiend. Um, yeah. Apparently, he spent the whole lockdown. He'd always wanted to learn German. He'd learned little bits. He spent like the whole lockdown while having his new child and stuff, you know, learning German. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now he's fluent. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. In, in the, I should have done that. I kept meaning to. I was learning German for a bit and Chinese. But, um, you know, that oh, shit's hard, man. Yeah. I like yeah. French. I, I hate the French people. I like the language. And the country itself. That makes sense. Yeah. I went there and... I mean, that's why the British have been trying to get rid of the French for ages, because where they live is wonderful. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the French. uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I went there. I went there and one of the French children kicked sand in my eyes. So my racism comes... That's where my racism for French people comes from. Yeah, acceptable on every level. Fuck them. Acceptable, <laughs> acceptable. Kick yeah. sand in my eyes. I hate you forever. As yeah, the whole country, you as a people. Yeah, you're all vicious cunts. <laughs> and that was how World War Two was started. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Where was I? Uh, yes. Okay. So the, yeah, the cold thing. The um. The, uh, the captain, the German captain, moves in to protect the prisoners and make sure the uh, um, SS guards don't kill them. Oh, yeah, the outnumbered them, yeah. SS yeah, yeah. guards move out, leaving the prisoners behind. The prisoners were then released, and after the departure of the Germans, Churchill walked 150 kilometers, 93 miles. That's a long way. To Verona, Italy, where he met an American armored unit. Bearing in mind that the war in um, in Europe is over now, he has been released. What does he decide? Oh, he just to got do? released. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, how yeah. did he get out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they literally just released him because the SS, SS were considering just killing all the fucking remaining prisoners because yeah. they're SS pricks. Um, and and they thought, maybe we'll keep the heat up us a little bit. Just let them go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's the, the smartest smart thing German... you could do at that point. Yeah, the smartest thing that uh, Richard von Alvensleben. And that gives them more time to go to Argentina as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know about that? All the Argentinians. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that's a mate, good one to cover shit, sometimes. Shit loads of fucking Germans ended up in Argentina. The Nazis especially, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, in uh, Burma in 1945... The Pacific War was still on, so Churchill was sent to Burma, where some of the largest land battles against the Japanese were actually fought. By the time Churchill reached India, however, Hiroshima and Nagasaki had been bombed, and the war ended. Churchill was said to be very, very unhappy with the state of affairs. (laughs) 
you know what? I agree with Mr. Churchill. Yeah. Is it quote? Sorry, go, go ahead. No, 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 go is, ahead. Is, I want to know why he was it, unhappy with. So, his exact quote was, "If it wasn't for those damn Yanks, we could have kept the war going for another <laughs> ten years." <laughs> Not what I was getting at. Okay. <laughs> 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 you thought, you thought, I know what you thought. You thought he was going to say, like, I've served my country well. I'm so glad to be able to go home. Nah, he wanted to stay there and kill more Japanese people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say something like, I always say, like, um, now, like, you know, it's so weird that we talk about, like, all these, uh, like, America and England talk about, like, you know, all these atrocities that people have done. Ignoring the fact that they blew up, yeah. like, two cities. In a moment, I thought he was going yeah. to say something about how bad that was, but no, literally like a million people, people vanish. Yeah, yeah. But I, so I thought he was going to be like, "That's not the way you do," blah blah. But no, he just wanted more time to kill more people. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't give a shit about that. Oh, he just wanted to be in war for as long as physically possible to use he, his claymore. He should have, you know, all he should have done. He should have gone to that fucking jungle we was on about where that um, Japanese soldier was, and they could have just carried on fighting World War Two for thirty years. Oh, mind each other. Claymore, claymore versus fucking samurai sword, just katana against yep. fucking you know Scottish steel. He did have some kind of sword. I remember the um, hero. I couldn't. Oh yeah, they all did. Yeah, Anoka. Like that. Although quite a lot of the swords were <laughs> shite, like yeah. really, really, really poorly made. And it was only like the officer's swords that were actually worth using in fights, realistically. The bayonets yeah. were what the uh, the standard Japanese soldiers used. Wasn't the bayonet the bit that's on the gun, the stabby stabby bit? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it made the guns oh, yeah. fucking inaccurate as hell. So that's why they were just charged and Banzai! <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's, that's what they shouted, man. No, no, it's, it's crazy as well. People forget about this concept. Like, you take the mick out of like the way the Japanese acted during World War Two, and I think people yeah. forget that it's it's not a debatable thing. All the Japanese people, the majority of them, were fucking meffed up or something. The fuck, they were all yeah. high as fuck on stuff. Well, hence why they, they kamikaze they... people. Yeah, they genuinely believed that the Emperor of Japan was a god. A a living human god, I mean, basically. I'm sorry, Nathan. If that doesn't say I'm on drugs all the time, what does? Yeah, well, it's the same with North Korea, isn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> and China for a while before they had their communist revolution. God Was that it. the thing that led to all the um, riots? Or was that well? A while that was ago? the chairman Mao of it all. Yeah, that was quite a while ago. It was. Um, oh. It was before World War. Two, oh, okay. I think, yeah, it's before World War Two, but I can't remember if it was before or after World War One. I. I think it was after. So, what is that? Yeah. Just a brief broad scope. Uh, brief so, so basically, um, the uh, the I think I think China had an emperor of some kind or something like that, and it was, yeah. um, you know, it wasn't going great for everyone. So then Chairman Mao built up his. Um, people's revolution and then they took over China and they fucking yeah they they killed Not an incredibly thing, large amount of people uh, was that I'm guessing he wasn't the one that's been going on until now no oh, no, no no no, 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 no yeah I just realized ago. the time yeah. frame in my head yeah 
But I'm guessing yeah. they don't have the most. Like we were talking about Russia with you, the Amfax story you said before. I'm guessing they don't have the most diplomacy over there either. Yeah, not the greatest. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're I, not all that interested in uh, in you know working with other people that much. <laughs> I almost did this week, just why this was on my mind then, um, this week I almost did, before Babelazar, I was going to do uh, just the general atrocities of the Chinese government, just a general idea of why the Chinese government are not good people. Yeah, and it's now. depressing. It's really depressing because they just keep doing shit as well. <laughs> they just don't stop. I yeah. could, yeah, I could see something going bad with China because the way people people are finally now like the um, questioning where the virus came from, for example, how yeah. it got to this point, why it got to this yeah. point, why any of the support, and how it just works with you know like what was going on in the city at the time with the protests, and all yeah. of a sudden it was nothing, and then at the same time they're also doing concentration camps. For, uh, enforcing... and getting, yeah, for their for their Muslim community, it's like, oh well, okay, we'll just extend. Yeah, they are, but they are Islam. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Islam yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a branch. It's a branch of that. Yeah, there's um, yeah, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. remember the names. Like something beginning with a G. That's all I remember. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm definitely going to do that yeah. at some point. Just talk about yeah. the bullshit that the Chinese government do. <laughs> they, they. Yeah, the, the the thing is as well. It's hard it's, to talk about, I isn't it? We're both saying bad. Yeah, and they try and force the shit on everyone else, and it's not cool. It's like, oh, well, you know, we've got our own way of doing this kind of business. You've got to sort of build up with a Chinese company to work in China. And it's like, oh, no, just fuck started. off. Like, you know, it's just fuck these fuckers, man. I hate it. I hate it so much when people just make arbitrary rules like oh you're not allowed to have pictures of winnie the pooh on the chinese internet because someone made a joke about what's yes. his face looking like the fucking leader winnie guy. The pooh. yeah yeah i mean it's come fucking... on this that is the kind of shit that smaller yeah. person that guy is really yeah can't deal with yeah. that you're running a fucking country if you had i haven't got enough thick skin to do that like come on yeah and really? also, it's a lovable children's cartoon character. You really can't take being like connected to a lovable children's cartoon character. He probably heard "push," knew what that meant in in English. In, yeah, in English, he just thought, "No, I, I don't want anything to do with this." <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man! Oh blah, dude, blah. <laughs> yeah. So, so where was I? The, um, yeah, the, the Japanese. So, he, what he said about how I wish this yeah. fucking war could have gone on longer. Which I yeah. love him for that. <laughs> <laughs> but that that isn't even where it stopped for him because post Second World War, he goes to British Palestine and uh, is qualified as a parachutist, transferred to the Seaforth Highlanders, and was posted to a mandatory uh, to mandatory Palestine. As an executive officer of the 1st Battalion what? Highland Light Infantry. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm just reading. <laughs> in Palestine, a place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was in Palestine, yeah. He was sent to Palestine. Somewhere... He was forced to go to Palestine, I'm guessing, or he had to go for some reason. Yeah, he was He was posted yeah. there after after yeah, joining yeah. up with the Sith 4th Highlanders. Um, in the spring of 1948, just before the end of the British mandate in the region, he became involved in another conflict. Oh, Along with man. 12 of his soldiers, he attempted to assist the Hadassah medical convoy that came under attack by Arab forces. 
Uh, Chelsea was one of the first men on the scene and banged on a bus offering to evacuate members of the convoy in an APC in contradiction to the British military orders to keep out of the fight because this is Churchill and Churchill loves to fight. <laughs> My name is Churchill. I, I would a wrestling reference, good man. Yeah. Um, did you mean to do a wrestling reference then? Just I don't think I did, actually. But oh, okay. okay, cool. <laughs> My name is Finley, and I love to fight. <laughs> That's, yeah, there you go. He, he was an Irishman, and he had a shillelagh. Oh, right. Yeah, they all do. And, and his son... <laughs> That he had a leprechaun that was called the Little Bastard, and eventually became Hornswoggle. And you eventually found out that it was actually his son. After they found out it was Vince McMahon's son, but it was actually Finley's son. I know, I know. How are these stories not Oscar worthy? I know, I know. Yeah. Carry on, Nathan. I'm sorry. It does sound like a so- soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> the acting wasn't on par with soap operas, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Uh, he yeah. went to where was it? Palestine, you said. Palestine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Palestine, and um, so he offers the he offers the uh, the help to the to the convoy to try and get him out in the APC, and his offer yeah. was refused in belief that the Jewish Hannah would uh, come to their aid in an organised rescue. When no relief arrived, Churchill and his twelve men provided cover fire against Arab forces. Two of the trucks caught fire, and seventy-seven of the seventy-nine people inside them were killed. So, not only did he go and offer to help these people he wasn't supposed to help, but they were also like, "No, no, we believe that these people are going to come and help us." But they didn't do yeah. a very good job. So, in the end, they still helped them and waited and did whatever well, they could actually, to help them. Yeah, yeah, and he literally would stay there. I stayed there under fire trying to stop that these people from dying, and they were like, "No, nah, we'll stay on these <laughs> yeah, burning yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah. convoys." Um, Stupidity from the, the people in the thing, amazingness from Mr. Fucking um, Churchill. From Mr. Churchill, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of the experience, he said about 150 insurgents armed with weapons varying from blunderbusses and old flintlocks to modern Ooh. Sten and Bren guns took wow. cover behind a cactus patch in the grounds of the American colony. I went out and faced them. About 250 <laughs> riflemen were on the edge of our property shooting at the convoy. I begged them to desist from using the grounds of the American colony for such a dastardly purpose. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. the grounds of America are sacred. Of completely. course, yeah. But I just, I, you know, <laughs> it's just the guy. idea that he would go like, would you stop shooting at us, you <laughs> bastards? This is American territory. <laughs> I don't mind the violence, but this is not the place for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after the man. massacre, to be honest, I love this man. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. Um, after the massacre, he coordinated the evacuation of 700 Jewish doctors, students, and patients from the Hadassah um, Hospital on the Hebrew University campus on Mount Scopus in Jerusalem, where the convoy had been headed. In his honor, the street leading to the hospital was named Churchill Boulevard. Wow. So. So he's not only a badass, but he gives a shit as well. Yeah. Like, I this do, is a really genuine like champion of the First Order. Um, <laughs> first Order. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in 1952, he was in yet another film. Um, yeah. The, yeah, the Metro... Go get your, Metro, go get your fucking credit, sir. 
Yeah, goddamn right. He deserves oh, yeah. everything. He like, this man has literally lived the most entertaining, amazing life ever. <laughs> um, Imagine if it was nowadays and you could have had someone filming random shit as well. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh, if they could have seen his exploits. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but he shot, he shot the film Ivanhoe uh, in Britain featuring Churchill's old rowing companion, Robert Taylor. Right. The studio hired um, Churchill to appear uh, as an archer shooting from the walls of Warwick Castle. Okay. Yeah. In Australia, in later years, he served as an instructor at the Land Air Warfare School in Australia, where he became a passionate devotee of surf of the surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> What? When you said yeah. that, then I thought you were about to say that he became a passionate devotee of Christianity. So I was like, oh, well, yeah, no. I'll get them all eventually. No. But a surfboard. This man, this man in his 50s oh, wow. <laughs> has now decided guy. after fighting in multiple wars and chopping people up with a fucking claymore, now is the time to get into surfing. <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> what a fucking champion. Like, we should all hope to have a life like this, dude. Yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> like, he has done everything he could have possibly wanted and fit it all into his life. It's fucking amazing, dude. In his retirement... Sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just about to say, I just want yeah. to know more about this guy now. Yeah, like, yeah. I think even after this, I'm going to be watching little videos and looking at this dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Churchill retired from the army in 1959. Yeah, he was still in the army all that time. Uh, <laughs> in retirement, he... Oh, well, what ex- he was, well, surfing in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. While he was in Australia, while he was surfing, he was still, you know, because he was part of the Land Air Warfare School. So he was teaching oh. other people, like, when you want to chop a bastard up, this is how you do it. <laughs> yeah, well, in that case, then, as far as I'm concerned, it definitely happened as well that another conflict happened and he rode in, not only with his bagpipes on back, his sword, his bow, but on a surfboard. I think yeah. that <laughs> in a kangaroo's pouch. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, his eccentricity apparently didn't stop there. He started he startled train guards and passengers by throwing his briefcase out of a train window each day on the ride home. He later explained that he was tossing the case into his own back garden so he would not have to carry it from the station. <laughs> wow. Really fair enough. Yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that sounds like the exact kind of thing that I would want to try and work out. Oh, and me do. too. I completely yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Just save this before time. The time of, smart. This is before the time of Ubers as well. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he also enjoyed sailing coal-fired ships on the Thames and playing with radio-controlled model warships. <laughs> no, that, that, that's the one bit that doesn't surprise me well, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, he died, ultimately, on the 8th of March, 1996, at 89 years old, in the county of Surrey. In March well, how 2014. Weird is that? Yeah. So I just, just realised he died the year at the end that my story started. Oh, yeah. 
It's interesting, that, isn't it? Yeah, right, <laughs> little, we have a, a lot of nice little coincidences that happen on this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so in March uh, 2014, the Royal Norwegian Explorers Club published a book that featured Churchill naming him as one of the finest explorers and adventurers of all time. Going by that, then, sadly, I'm going to assume I know the answer to my next question. Did he ever write a book about his life or anything? Unfortunately, he didn't, no. Oh, that would have been um, amazing, wouldn't it? It really fucking would have been. Would he have is been. mentioned in various books, and you know, he's his his exploits are talked about in various yeah. places. But like, just what a fucking story, man! Like, yeah, how is that not a film? I his know. Life. This is the thing. Like, I I genuinely don't understand how that hasn't been turned into a film yet. It's so fucking ripe for it you've got the perfect character you've got all of these madcap experiences throughout his life you know yeah and you're on movie sets and you wouldn't even it's like forrest gump but it happened for real and he was a badass (laughs) never watched that it's okay it's a good film yeah it's just you know I feel I feel yeah. it's one of them things that I feel like I've seen enough of clips of it to not really bother caring about watching it. <laughs> yeah. I would watch I would watch a film about this dude though. Yeah. Because yeah, it's just cool. What's his name again? I feel like I want to see a, a it picture was. of oh, it's Jack Churchill, my friend. Jack Churchill. Jack Churchill. Jack or John Malcolm Thorpe Fleming Churchill. Oh, he looks like a badass. I was thinking that I'll look oh, at yeah. him and they'll be like, oh, well, you know, well, I was expecting more, but all right. But no, there's even a picture right there of no. him with his bagpipes. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, man's a fucking champion. He looks like, a, oh, actually, this is one picture I was looking at with him in his older years, but he looks like a, oh, I would not want to mess with him. Oh, shit, yeah. No, you wouldn't, yeah. The oh, man was a military commando. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking G. Yeah. And there's even a, um, I don't know if you saw that there is, have you seen the little like Warhammer thing you can get for him? No. Oh, no let me save it and I'll show you on the screen. Wait there. That <laughs> looks like, a, that looks amazing. Uh, where am I? There it is. Upload. There it is. Put it in the wrong folder, but it's there. Oh fuck yes! <laughs> that's enlisted as him. Well. Well, there's yes. no bow. There's no bow. Actually, I'm a bit disappointed there. Yeah, that's the only thing that's uh, that that should really be there. You know what? It says it's him, but I don't buy that's actually him. Because look at the sword. That's not no. a broad sword. That's, that's not, not a claim. That's a Spanish thing. No. You can see that's it's like a the cutler. Hand. Yeah, it's a cutlass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, fuck you, Mister Man. Whoever made that, you lied to me. Disappointed. Disappointed. I'm disappointed in that. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointed. <laughs> but not in his life. That that was generally nah. like I I want to know more about that guy now. I really yeah, do. and uh, there's there's loads more information out there about how fucking mad he was. But, <laughs> but yeah, like there's there's no one else in the world who is legitimately more badass than that. Literally, no one. <laughs> like there's only one other guy who's vaguely close to it, and that was a guy during World War Two in the middle of a fight who was during the Battle of the Bulge, I think it was, was fighting for so long and got so tired of it that he started firing a mortar from the hip to destroy tanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, yeah. I don't 
I don't know many like random army stories to be honest because that was something I didn't realize until I don't know like 10 years ago how much I loved history because yeah. I don't think I ever was really that into the military side of it originally and when you're in school that's all it ever is isn't it yeah yeah Just the wars and all that and that's that's you know it's fine and everything but like they they yeah. always teach you the same sort of shit over and over again which you when you when you're young and you should be trying to you know like because history is amazing. History yeah. has got so like endlessly amazing stories. Every, well, everything that happened yesterday is history, technically. But it's like, it's yeah. So much... But uh, it's also like you can you can learn a hell of a lot from history, and then of course, if you don't, you're doomed to repeat it, as the famous <laughs> as we've learned goes. Nathan. Yeah, but that's the thing. Happened, learning though, now, though. Yeah, because no, no, no I mean, we're learning it right learned... now because it's oh, still right, happening. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. The world is not. Once again, we've got to the point where we realise that you know what? There's not a happy ending to that, but there is a happy yeah. ending to his story because he's a fucking G. Yeah, there is a happy <laughs> ending to the story of Jack Churchill, the most badass badass who ever badassed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put so many photos up at the beginning now after seeing those photos of just the random shit he did. Those photos are yeah. just great that I saw then straight away. He's a fucking champion. There's a there's a photo on the Wikipedia page. Which is literally him looking down the barrel of an artillery gun, like, yes, it all looks fine in there. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't sound smart, but okay. Even if they fired it, it would have bounced off his nose in respect. You know what? I think you're right. I think <laughs> you must be right there. <laughs> right then. Um, oh, shit. I think. This time round, then we have actually managed to keep it at a reasonable time. Look at that That's two minutes bad. 18 coming up. That's it's good for right, us, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Oh. Let's finish this up now, then, and then we'll quickly chat when we've ended about tomorrow. Yeah, about right. plans. Yeah, um, as usual, though, my man, then tell the people what you got going on in your life. Okay, so uh, I have uh, another episode of Post-Apocalyptic Metal Treehouse on the way. I've just finished recording the rough cut version of it, which means I now have to listen to myself over again and re-record all of the voices individually. And remember... Fucking time. Sorry, just didn't mean to put, jump in then. Uh, That's fine. Remember, you can talk about the quiz of what would have happened because this will go out after Yes, of course. Me, so you can... Yeah, yeah. It works yeah. for the post-apocalyptic, um, doesn't it? So... Yeah, I mean, I was I was supposed to turn up, but then, like, you know, I had some weird issues and stuff like that. And then this guy took my space, uh, and, like, I wasn't entirely sure whether, you know, I was comfortable with it. But then he it's revealed... Someone you know. It's someone I know very personally. Hmm. And, um, you know, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with, with Leo being out there. I'm okay with him him working on his own stuff i just i just hope he doesn't rip open the uh, the 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 walls of reality around us and cause a <laughs> dimensional resonance cascade cuz like well, none of us want to be gordon week? freeman yeah who <laughs> gordon freeman my friend half life someone will get the joke someone will get the ref the reference <laughs> half life is that a game it is, yeah. See, yeah, I'm is. a young man. I know these things, really. Yeah. 
<laughs> but um, I think, I, but I yeah, think no, genuinely, I'm represented Dead Man Dancing amazingly, or I think he did, or he didn't, or terribly. But you know, that's that's basically you could say that about anything that that man does. Um, you know, he likes to think of himself as this big, fancy, all important post apocalyptic king, but at the end of the day, realistically, you know, he's um. It's a bit of a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and you're basically his god, let's be fair. I am, kind of I am, against. yeah. You are literally his god. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Barry is out there just sort of caring for him, so I know he'll be fine. You know, it's always fun to have a fish-based priest. Um... <laughs> of course, for anyone out there who doesn't have a fucking clue what we're talking what about, I'm talking you, about. Need, yeah. you need to come on to have a look at what went down um two days ago on joe pick Kelly comedy inc and on my profile probably wherever you're watching this video you'll be able to see it yeah. because it was episode 27 of Kelly's comedian quiz off aka the saint paddy's day massacre where we saw the bell collector the comedian bell collector calamalis jarvis jones defend his title in the blood feud against mr alex plant head of the table of the middle class mafia and m coombs with a mystery opponent that we might have just been talking about you oh. should know who it is you may know who it is we haven't King said the name Leopold yet the bucket the fourth the bucket wearing king with the bucket shaped bling yeah, i didn't <laughs> want to say it until you said it yeah. <laughs> king leopold uh mystery opponent no one knew what happened no one knew fuck knows yeah. Yeah, because we're people. recording this an entirely different time. So we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, it hasn't happened there. yet, but that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the point. It has. It Don't has, pull the curtain have, back. Have, have happened yet, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pull the curtain back, Nathan. Don't pull it back. No, no, no you can <laughs> always edit that bit out. Don't worry. <laughs> I won't do. I'm lazy, no. you know this. <laughs> but, oh, before but, um, we go, actually, can you do me a favour? Go to the side. Yes. Oh, no, the other side. Sorry, I went the wrong way, too. And just do a pose for the pink. I don't, know. I don't actually know what pose we're going. Yeah, fuck that. I don't know. Like I, I, exactly, I know exactly which, which one I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a resting too. I'll go with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. To the side. To the side. To the side. To the side. Other side. What do you mean, other side? Because I put the words in the middle, so it's for the photo. Because we're never in I the know, right place. Can't I'm just looking majestic okay. as fuck. Doesn't fuck. matter. Fuck it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going through and finding a natural picture anyway. Whatever. <laughs> it never works. We tried. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh then. Um, everyone I'm, watching. I'm, in... Yeah. I'm glad we managed to get through this, man. I'm. 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 I'm so very, very tired and intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you did extremely well. I didn't even notice. Yeah. I knew you were tired. And I saw you yeah, on, but yeah. that, like you said, you've had a long fucking day, man. <laughs> yeah, long one. But, you know. we all, You know what it is, Nathan. We always feel tired. And then we're comedians. We get on stage. We get in front of a microphone. Get whatever in and front of us. And suddenly we feel just... all energised again. Yeah. yeah. And then we turn it off. Yeah. And we're like, oh, God, I'm tired now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then. So, reality. <laughs> so, so yeah, the, um... before I forget, yeah, post apocalyptic yeah. Metal Treehouse on oh, yeah. uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, um, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, basically. And uh, episode five will be out soon with a return of a favourite acting staple of, of all of our 
parts. <clears throat> That's not a sentence. Um, <laughs> basically, and... Jason Statham's going to be back, and you're going to be able to deal oh. with that because it's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are already a fan of the post-apocalyptic metal treehouse, if you're not, first of all, you should be. Fucking check it out. It's great. Yeah. But if you're not, <laughs> and you want to know a bit more about it, then you can, of course, like we said, watch the quiz. Katie's uh, Comedian Quiz of 27 that went on a few yeah. days ago as you're watching this. Now, tomorrow, for us as it will be, and you will see King Leopold, one of the mainstays of... Are you talking to Leopold now? No. Okay. <laughs> King Leopold, <laughs> who will be coming, <laughs> who will be on now, doing his thing. First time on I don't know whether he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, excellent, doors opening, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> what was it? There's just there's just parents coming in and going like, oh, oh yeah, we're going to bed now. Yep, I'm I'm aware. Okay. Excellent. Perfect <laughs> <laughs> <have a> timing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that is a perfect timing. I'm shocked at my. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. Saying things already. To be honest with you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but everyone watching, then thank you very much. We will see you again yeah, next cheers, week. Guys. See you on the quiz. We'll see you at some point. <laughs>